0: What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, your host of Mr. Gentleman. Like the podcast, and this week's sponsorship is from Newsly. Newsly is a all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in ever on the internet, the entire web become listenable all in one place browse articles from topic you choose, start playing start scrolling, and start listening, you can follow any topics as you simply as you like from sports science to Bitcoin even for the Kardashians it will find you on the latest article and you read them to you aloud. and they have pockets as well Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Mr. Gentleman, like that podcast, is on there as well. Yes, it is. Shout out to Newsley for that. I thought using it as a as my default podcast app. Download and use Newsley for free from now, from www.newsley.me, or from the link in the description, use the promo code, Mr. Gentleman, that I will also put in the description and receive one more free premium description. So you already know, y'all, download Newsly now. Check it out. Support them, y'all. This is your boy Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And enjoy the show. You are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Season 6. Hello, everybody. This is your boy Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman. One-fourth of the Premier Boys Podcast. And your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And welcome to another new episode of Mr. Gentleman lifestyle podcast hope all is well and I just want to say yeah I am back and welcome to the second half of season 6 hope all is well and before I talk about today's episode I just want to take the time thank everybody for tuning in to the last episode of Mr. Gentleman lifestyle podcast episode 113 why I never give up and I just want to say You know, the episode was really hard to do but I thank you everybody that took the time to listen to it and felt that they related to it because it really means a lot this episode became the biggest episode this season and the biggest episode this year the episode was number one on good pies for four days and yeah and I just want to say thank y'all for really showing me love even when I wasn't here on this midseason break. So once again, I think y'all yeah, really mean to live. So now let's go about to today's episode. So today, episode, we got a new segment called The Top 20 Countdown Show. And if you've been a fan of Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, the season one, we used to have a segment called The Countdown Show, where at that time, I count down my top 10 songs and we played it on the song on the show, but since on copyright infringement, I discontinued the camp dance show. But I decided to bring it back in a little more different format, where we discuss our whatever the topic is, whether it's the movie, song, music, and many more. And our first camp, top twenty countdown show, we have our returning guest. We got Miss Jalen back on the show. And and we will be doing our favorite movies, our top twenty favorite movies. Basically, our favorite movie that we love and we talk about it on this episode. It was this was a really fun episode, and it's always a good time with Jalen coming to come on the show because we really have some dope connections. So was really fun to have on the show. But y'all already know what to do. Sit back, relax, and I'll be right back. Hi, my name is Von Ovello, and you're listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, I will be giving y'all the Mr. Gentleman facts. Crow of the day and today quote of the day is whatever you are doing do not stop and what i mean by this is if you have a passion or a vision about something no matter how things get do not stop and that is today with the gentleman facts quote of the day everybody, this is your boy Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break, is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. On Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, we interview many guests about their life journey, pretty much where they come from and where they're at now. Also, promoting their brands or whatever they're doing at the time they come on the show. We also have the host talk about personal stories about himself and everything that he's been through, and also we have fun conversation about anything music, anything old school, relationships, wrestling, and many more. And y'all can tune in to Mister Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket every Sundays at twelve AM. We are also on every Thursdays at twelve AM for Spin Off Semi Thursdays. Where we have all of Mr. Gentleman's Like That Pocket Spinoff series all in one day. Where we have a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday at 12 a.m. The Old School Show with myself and the Star Riding Rod every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And we have Date Night Talk podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 a.m. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, The Pies, and many more. Or y'all can check it out on the official website of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, www.realmistergentlemanlifestylepodcast.com, www.realmistergentlemanlifestylepodcast.com, like and tune in every Sundays and Thursdays at 12am for Mr. Gentleman like The pocket. Thank y'all for tuning in to this commercial break of Mr. Gentleman like that pocket back to your regularly scheduled program.
1: Cheers. My name is Jalen Salah and you are listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast.
0: Welcome back everybody, welcome back. And at this time, I got my special guest. But well, firstly, this is the first installment of the countdown list where we talk about our top 20 of whatever the topic is. And she is my first guest. She is actually a returning guest. She was just on episode one hundred and ten, and you know that was we had an amazing conversation. And if you remember the remember the episode that I told them that we should come bring you back we talk about movies, and now uh, we talk about movies. I got Miss Lynn back on the show. Lynn, welcome back to the show. How you doing?
1: Hello, Ken. How are you? I'm great. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and I'm great. Uh, I'm good as well. And welcome back on the show.
1: And hey, you. I love being here.
0: And First I just want to say that you are doing an amazing thing, you know, doing I see you doing all, all other platforms. I see you killing it on the Funny Girl Podcast with um Michelle Podcast. And yeah. you're doing an amazing thing. Everybody enjoyed your episodes. I'm happy to bring you back for this Thanks. episode. So
1: Thanks a lot. I love being on the Master Gentleman podcast.
0: <laughs> so you know, you know, once again, thank you. So first first, before we get to like the topic and stuff, let them know where you're from. And what what you do?
1: I'm from Alexandria, Egypt, and I'm a poet and a visionary artist and hopefully a comedian. This is <laughs> what I do. A translator too. So this is what I do. It's mostly usually in the arts. Also, the translation is my my main job, I guess.
0: Like like I said, you're doing big things, and you know, keep doing your thing. Yeah. Also, you. also, you know, you told me on the last episode that you are a film critic. Yes. So what what made you love movies
1: so much? I think it's my upbringing. I think I'm, in a, I'm from a household that really loves movies. Like we would always have a movie when we had these, you know, like VCRs, you know. So we always had VHS tapes. We would always go to the video rental store and kind of like rent movies and stuff like that. We would be frequently going to the cinema with our parents. So I'm from a home that really, really loves movies. And... And each parent had a different taste from the other. So this made you even more diverse. And then when you get friends, usually I would befriend people who really loved movies so that I can find something to talk about with them. So this even made my taste more. And then I got into being a film critic. I was discovered by... um one another young film critic who was like why don't you come with us we have like this small local movie club and we can start writing about movies and i'm like okay and then i became a film critic not really a professional film critic but let me say kind of a film analyst as i would like to say it uh someone who just loves digging deeper and like analyzing movies and reviews and stuff like that i've been covering i think two uh on location, on site uh, film festivals, and one that was virtual. Uh, oh, nice, it was in nice. Spain. Yeah, I was in the jury. So these are my experiences. Now I'm in the process of interviewing, you know, like aspiring directors, indie filmmakers, and writers, and stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: Um, I think you, that's cool. that is dope. And you know, also, you know, I have also grew up watching movies. Um, I had many VHS tapes, be DVDs, and stuff like that. I mean, if you know, you know. If you don't, then, yeah, you clearly be showing our age. <laughs> but, but yeah, but also good at watching movies as well as a kid, even until now. So, yeah, you we know, we, we, I love movies. I love movies. Me too,
1: me too. It's the best thing in the world, I guess. Yeah, One of the best things. Yeah,
0: like, that's cinema, that's... I
1: don't know what I would do without cinema, really.
0: Oh, yeah. like I don't I don't You know, TV, music, those two things that I didn't you know, I love
1: never, never, definitely.
0: So if you could remember, what was your first movie that you ever seen at the movie theater?
1: I totally remember I think I remember the Lion King of course, but I also remember Titanic because it has such a big impact on me. Like I really remember Titanic. I remember watching it. Of course, there were more experiences of, you know, like cartoons and stuff like that, but I don't really remember them other than The Lion King because it was such an intense experience for me and like seeing Mufasa die and stuff like that. But Titanic was a big deal because, you know, Leo DiCaprio, it was the peak of the Leo mania. So me and my friends were all like, oh my gosh, we have to go and watch him on the big screen. And we also, it was kind of a daring movie for us. Like, wow, she strips. Oh my God, what is this? And we were so young back then. So it was a big deal. I think, experience for me. So, yeah, that was my my earliest experience of being in the movie theater and feeling, you know, like, shaken and kind of, like, uh, interacting with the people on the screen and stuff like that. Um,
0: that is though I know for me, I believe it was a Disney movie. It, it probably either was Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, or Aladdin. It was one of those three. I believe it was the first time I've been in the movie theater as a kid. I believe it was one of those three. Definitely.
1: Definitely Disney was definitive for us, the classic Disney.
0: Yeah, because oh cause all oh, those movies came out in the 90s, so <laughs> there you go, there you go. Yeah. So <laughs> what so what is one movie that you love but everybody hates?
1: Okay, I have three <laughs> I have three movies like that. Okay, first of all, there there came this movie called Night Teeth in 2021, okay? This movie was I think it was on Netflix It was about two vampire girls Asking this really cool guy Driver To drive oh. them around LA I really love this movie So much And then I found everybody Hating on it And kind of like saying Ah trash but I really loved it First of all I love the tension I love the girl I think Debbie Harry She's from Disney movie fame You know When they had Disney channels and all that All my cousins were obsessed with it But I had outgrown this stage Of course So Debbie Harry or Her name is Debbie Harry with me check yep yeah debbie ryan debbie ryan you know she's a very cute girl and stuff like that in this movie she's a cute adult i guess so they had debbie ryan they had um his name is jorge i hope i'm saying his name right jorge lendenborg jr jorge lendenborg jr i hope i'm saying your name right because you're so beautiful man (laughs) so it's him and it's debbie and it's this third actress her name is lucy fry okay they're two really really good actresses and they have different personalities different looks and this cool chill dude who you can imagine you know like just smoking pot and not caring a shit about anything just driving them around and it turns out they're vampires so it was you know
0: what, a movie and they you know were what really, crazy. really you know, yeah. you know what's cra- you know what crazy yeah. i had that i had a movie on my watch list but i never got you to watch it
1: Please watch it. I'm 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 interested to know what you would say. But people kept saying, you know, like eh, thin plot, blah blah. But I really believe it was cool. It served its purpose. It was nice. So I don't know. I love. It.
0: Um, I do got one movie that's from Netflix. I got two movies from Netflix that I, I liked it. A lot of people did not like it. One was I believe this movie called Vampire in Brooklyn. Oh no, Vampire in the Bronx. Something like that. It was a Netflix movie about. I yeah, it was about a boy who was in the Bronx and then I think they discovered like vampires or something like that. I felt like it was interesting but many people didn't like it. I got, I think got two more movies now that I think about it. All the Netflix movies. One of them is Bright. You no, know, Will Smith's movie, Bright. Okay. I heard, yeah, I heard many people did not like that movie but I felt like it was really interesting. I don't know what you, it was hard to, it was hard to understand it at, at the time but I felt like it was very different. Especially different from what Will Smith was doing.
1: So it was like, oh, it was starring Will Smith, right?
0: It's yeah, cool. it was, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It was like a kind of like a, oh, like a, um, I, I, I would say like a zombie movie. I think it was, it felt it felt like a zombie movie. Oh, something some creatures in it. I don't know. It was it was, it was different. It was different. It I was really interesting, Very yeah, very different. They were supposed to have a part two, but you know, due to what happened with Will Smith, definitely didn't want to do part two of that no more. So. So okay. yeah and then the last and the last one I believe with this movie I've seen recently called the Stray on Netflix okay the Stray. yeah it yeah. just came out literally like well due to this recording it would be probably two months now but due to here if it, it came out like I believe last week I think it was an interesting weird movie but I, I, I felt like it was cool and a lot of people didn't like it though so
1: I know, what you mean. wait a minute, let me tell you my second two. Yeah, I have this movie called Labor Day. Okay, it's by Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman had made a great movie called Up in the Air, starring George Clooney. Everybody loved Up in the Air. And then all of a sudden, as if the world kind of like hated him, turned their backs on him. I don't know. I don't know if it has a scandal and this is the result of it. I didn't know that. I'm not aware of that. However, Labor Day, starred Kate. are you serious if kate winslet isn't in any movie i just gotta watch it this woman is phenomenal she's a force of nature she's a great actress she also has a natural look about her that i really love like her body is not you know like you know like kind of skinny model skinny her hair is you know like it changes from one character to the other her features are not kind of botoxed and done to perfection so everything about her i love her as a woman and as an actress and it starred her it starred josh brolin so it was a very low-key easygoing movie yes it had a you know like an escaped convict kind of like takes a mom and a kid hostage in a house but it's not thriller it's actually kind of like um a stockholm syndrome-ish movie where he turns out to be a good guy and they kind of like him but the kid of course gets Alice doesn't want him in his mother's life, but it had some very, very artsy scenes, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't expect that in a movie like that. You wouldn't expect a movie where they make pie and the camera lingers on them, immersing their hands as if it's a cooking movie. Like, wow, what are you guys doing? And I thought it had a subtlety about it that was nice and lovely, so... I don't know i love this movie so much and every time i see someone saying something it's something bad about it. so here it is out in the world i like the movie right <laughs> man hear this out so the third one is this stupid it's crazy stupid movie it's like a trashy comedy movie it's called what happens in vegas starring cameron diaz mm-hmm. and ashton kutcher and i love this movie so much it's stupid but it's so hilarious to me like i love cameron diaz i'm not really a big fan of ashton kutcher but i think he's funny and in this movie they were like kind of like you know loose you know like you can feel screwball loose like nobody cares about anything and they're just having fun and you as a viewer is having fun every time i feel down let me tell you i just plug in this movie and i'm really laughing and feeling really good about the world so yeah this is my third
0: um i gotta check out the second movie that movie does sound familiar the one second movie you said
1: please watch yeah
0: i did saw what happened in Vegas before yeah, yeah i actually like that movie too i did so um i have it in vegas i actually do i actually do like actually you know he always been, been a funny guy for me yeah yeah i, I,
1: I think, think you, I, you like him what are you, yeah. the best movies for you for him
0: i think um butterfly effect i
1: could I could feel it. A lot of guys I knew liked this movie so much.
0: Yeah, but it was really good.
1: Definitely. Yeah. All the guys I knew, I think back then even I think when it came out, people were like, Whoa shit, now Ashton's yeah. <laughs> doing some good work. Yeah, I can feel yeah, it.
0: Yeah, you kill it right there. You know, shout out to shout out to Ashton. Yeah. Shout out to Ashton. So thinking of you know actor and actress. What is one actor or actress that whenever they have a movie come out, you gotta watch their movie. Like who's the ooh,
1: snipes, ooh. man? Oh <laughs> my <God. laughs> love it so much i know i'm crazy about wesley's knife sorry i don't care like i watched crazy mo- i watched every single movie i think he made even ones that are forgotten or something like i think there was this movie merger at the 1600 and i watched this movie and i loved it so much it was with diane lane and nobody was talking about it so they were having this poll on twitter like what are your favorite Wesley knife and like guys there are hidden gems <laughs> there why aren't you watching them and kept you know like talking about them so i guess whether well, there was a time i think i was too obsessed with him i would just tell my dad to get me all the vhs or all the dvds we can get our hands on back in the day so yeah i'm just totally obsessed with him whatever he does i'll watch though
0: mm, dope, dope. you know shout out to the shout out to the legend where these you know yeah uh, yeah uh, for me actor and actress um Ooh. oh do we got an actress for this list
1: I think Kate Winslet definitely Kate Winslet Mm. because she's 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 the real deal. Like for me, she is my Meryl Streep. Like I love her more than Meryl Streep. I find her even more daring, and and I think she has more capabilities. So for me, Kate Winslet is the goat.
0: Mm, Nice. All right. So for me, I gotta think about this. I'm gonna start with actress. For actress, um hmm, that's. Yeah, okay, I
1: got, I got, I got. I got to think about this. You got it, Ken.
0: You got it, Ken. I, you know, I've talked about actor, actor. You know, I quote Denzel. A lot, a lot of up, and coming people. You know, might be joining the cord. Jonathan Majors I feel yeah, like you. I feel like what they're doing right now they are killing it right now me too and, um, Michael
1: B. Jordan and definitely also gonna squeeze in Austin Butler too like yeah, he hasn't yeah. done it yet but I think he's gonna be really something in the next five years or so yeah, so yeah Michael B. Jordan Jonathan is great too yeah, I
0: Jonathan, yeah. and um there's a lot of amazing actors out there that killing it. Actress, dog, I, uh, it's hard to pick for actress. There's a lot of actresses. I, I know, of course, more in London. When I um, have time, she's doing something. Um, she's somebody that I always like to watch. You know, plus, I got a little crush of her more in London.
1: Ooh, <laughs> la la. <laughs> um,
0: who else? Who else? Who else? Who else um, I know it's somebody else. I, can't, I don't know why I can't think right now, but it's, it's with more people. But yeah. Definitely. I definitely get <laughs> so um what is one movie that you just watched but you were very disappointed after you watched it
1: disappointed after watching it yeah Can I like, tell what, you?
0: like one movie yeah. that you saw like so excited to watch or after you seen it you were so disappointed
1: i'm gonna st- i'm gonna tell you a recent one Tar hey. I don't know I wasn't impressed like yeah kate Blanchett did a great Role, but I wasn't impressed with the movie at all. And I felt really like, uh, really, wow, that's so disappointing. I don't know, like, I saw this article, like, why Tar should win the best picture this year? I wanted to, like, no, mm-hmm. please don't. So, yeah, this one was really disappointing. But I think there's been a lot. This is the one that comes to mind. Now I can't remember.
0: What about um, you? um I do got a lot as well. But I think one, I think one movie, I think people go get upset would be this one. Bet you had to rewatch it recently, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't even decide to watch the second one because it like I don't know. I just didn't care Avatar. I don't know. Um,
1: yeah, I'm not an Avatar fan, but I think there are people who are crazy about it.
0: Too, yeah, so yeah, They're yeah.
1: gonna come after
0: you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't don't hate me, you But I don't know. I, just, I mean, I mean, at the time it was dope at the time, but we watching it now, it's like I don't know. do not stand
1: the test of time. Yeah, I can.
0: Feel yeah, it. me, yeah, me, the. Yeah, I didn't really want to bother you to watch the second one because. I don't, I just, you didn't I just,
1: watch the second one yeah and me too because for me the first one was actually a painful experience even at the yeah. time so I didn't like so for you it's different when you rewatch the first one you're like nah this is not for yeah, me man yeah, like yeah, yeah. There.
0: so now it's time to do the main event topic it's time to do our list our top 20 favorite movies and no this is not based on the best movies this is based on our favorite movies so this is our opinion this is a movie that we could watch all the time and one of our favorites so, yeah, so we got start for 20. So, Jalen, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first?
1: First, if you don't mind. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll go first. <laughs> I hope we're not dying on each other. <laughs> control to major Tommy and you know, all the David Bowie song. <laughs> okay, there I am. Okay, so my number 20 is called Café de Fleur. It's a mm. 2011 movie directed by the late John Mark Vallée, who sadly died last year, starring... Oh. Ben- Vanessa Paradis, Kevin Parent, and Helene Florent. Um, It's a great, beautiful Canadian movie. And it's just filled with music. You can hear all kinds of music. You have The Cure, you have Pink Floyd, you have amazing original scores. It's just a beautiful movie about forgiveness and about um, true love and how when you're really in love with someone, even when you have the love and the person decides to leave you, what do you do with the love? You just transform it and become more accepting and more forgiving. I really got connected to the main character because kind of like she woke up one day and this man whom she loved since they were teenagers kind of like loved another woman and kind of left. And instead of dwelling on sadness and depression and stuff like that, she decided to be there, out there and kind of like controlled her life. Although all the movies she's been grappling with this idea that she's never loved even another person. So how could the love stop? with him but not with her so i've been a situation like that before so for me to watch a woman like her win at the end and not turn into you know like a mess although she's been i think she had times when she was always drinking and always just taking pills and stuff like that at the end she chose to be open and forgiving and loving and kind of like went out into the world and in parallel there was this old story about a mother and her son with down syndrome and the love that she had for him and how hard it was. So Vanessa Paradis is actually Lily Depp's mother. The, she's the ex of Johnny Depp. So she's a very famous and very beautiful French actress. So I think it's a great, subtle movie that is filled with good music. And John vale is a very good director and he edits his movies perfectly. I really loved him. I really wished I would interview him, but he died last year. And it was a tragedy for me. So, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah.
0: I, that movie sounds really interesting. I might have to check that out. I might have to check that movie out.
1: Please.
0: All right. So my number twenty. You no, know, well, this actor, you know, he well, he comedian. He been killing. He had a lot of amazing movies. You know, Coming to America. He had um, a Be Hill Cop. He had Forty Hours. But for some reason, yeah, for, for some reason, this one movie they came out with on in nineteen eighty six. Well, one of my favorite, I believe a lot of people hated the movie. This was actually a part of the movie that I love and people hated it. But for some reason, I love this movie. It's very cheesy, but I love it. The the Golden Child.
1: I haven't seen it. Is it good? I got to watch it then that you told me. I I love
0: Eddie. I mean, I mean, I, I love it. A lot of people did not love this movie. And watching it recently... And it's kind of cheesy now, but for some reason I love it. You know, it's basically about um, Eddie. He's search sort of a, in search of look for a kid, and he could he go through many weird situation and fight a demon. So, so it's a really. Brilliant...
1: <laughs> I wanna watch this
0: movie. <laughs> yeah. I gonna hold you um, watching it it's funny to watch it now, but you know i I love this movie. This is actually one of my favorite Eddie movies. And I can watch it all the time. So, yeah, The Golden Child. I know people can be like, keep go going, raise it out. Like, this is your favorite movie? What? You? Like, yes, it is. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> yes, it, it is. is. It's my favorite movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you gotta check out The Golden Child. It's pretty funny.
1: So I gotta watch it. If it's funny, I gotta watch it.
0: Definitely. Okay, so where's your nineteen?
1: Okay, my nineteen is Sunset Boulevard. Okay, it's a mm-hmm. very classic Hollywood movie, 1950, directed Billy Wilder, starring William Holden, Gloria Swanson. And it's a favorite of mine because i think it's, it gives you a lot of things about aging and about being a woman in general it's so scary the way they portray her she acts it in a very crazy and scary and nuanced way so you just you can't get your eyes off her gloria And I don't know, I love this movie because I think I'm not really a fan of black and white movies, you know, like classic movies are not my thing, especially now. But when one is well made, you feel that it's defying time, like all the Sidney Poitier movies I watch, Tony Curtis, one of my favorites, of course, Paul Newman, James Dean, all those guys. But still, some movies stand the test of time, and this movie is... It's, it's very good noir. It's a very good even. It could be made today, you know. Like you can see it, in a recent way. It's not staling. It's not lagging. It's not dialogue boring. Blah, blah. So I give it a number nineteen in my list.
0: What is so, yours? So sad, but actually, I feel like I feel like I definitely heard. I got about that too. I definitely heard this movie before. Ooh, who, he says, is, that, is that Cindy Potier is in this.
1: No, no, I wish there's like Gloria Swanson because I love seeing him, but I wish he would be in every single movie out there. He's <laughs> like and I find him really handsome too. Like he's just so hot, you know. So um there's Gloria Swanson and there is also um William Holden. It's very classic. Okay. You can feel like classic stardom popping into your face out of this movie. So yeah. yeah Directed by thing. Billy Wilder. He's one of the greatest I think he's very good old director like he's very good classic director made one of the best
0: i gotta I got, I got add that to my list as well so number 19 i got number eight i got this this love comedy movie you know that came out 2005 i got hitch no will hitch,
1: smith. Hitch, yeah. Will,
0: will smith kevin jane eva mendez i know i remember seeing this movie when i was in high school um, I was in that school program, my teacher team took us to see this movie, This just, just because, and I always enjoy this movie. Alex Hitch, Remind Me of Myself, where yeah, I like to give advice to others, but, wow. I, don't know, but I don't know how to think about own advice. advice. <laughs> so,
1: I know what you mean, yeah, it's so, so cute, I can see him in you, yeah, I can totally see it in
0: you. So, but yeah, you know, I, I'm, this, this is one of my favorite, Will Smith. even though Will Smith got a lot of amazing movies, this is one of my favorite, I could definitely watch all the time for Will Smith. Yeah, Hitch. 19, no, 2005. Definitely one of my favorite um, movies. My number 19.
1: Awesome. Awesome choice.
0: All <laughs> right. All right. What's your 18?
1: Okay, my 18 is this recent movie. It's a recent movie, God's Country, 2022. It's directed by Julian Higgins and starring Dewey Newton. He's a great actress. And this movie is, it's very dark and it's very deep, but it touched me in ways that I felt, I don't know, not a lot of movies touch me like that as a woman. And as someone who is not you know like it was about a black woman and it was about a woman in peril and it was about rage and it was about feminism it was about a lot of things you know when you feel you don't belong to people who consider themselves you know like a majority or the superior or you know like the ones who get to say what to happen or not she's this only black woman um in a staff and all of the decisions get made, and she just wants to voice out her concern and voice out her her voice. So mm-hmm. I felt that this woman was a lot about. I even wrote an article, an essay about it because I felt it was so. It hit home, you know, like you can feel it. You can feel a lot of things. There was this conversation between her and one of the men who stalked her in the movie, where oh, she yeah. connected with this person over faith. You know, like they had the conversation in church where they had similar experiences despite their rivals in real life so i like this scene so much and she portrayed a great character i'm so sad they snubbed the movie of any oscar or whatever and Mm. her acting was superb in this so i totally recommend it to everybody because it's a small indie movie and a lot of people should see it
0: you 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 come up with some hits i definitely got i gotta I got check this movie out now too and, when you,
1: everything. and you send me yours because i have a lot in mind oh yeah you know,
0: you know i got you i'm gonna see you on my the list after we do this yeah, yeah. you definitely you definitely got some recommendations that i definitely gotta check out now too so i definitely gotta add it to my list so my number 18 this is my first franchise that i'm gonna add i got a few franchises that i'm gonna add to the list this is my first. The reason why this is 18 only because I wasn't a fan of the third one. And I'm going to go with the Rush Hour franchise. You know, it's Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan. Um, I love, you know, I love this movie because I love their chemistry. You know, they have Definitely. really dope chemistry and stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. First one was, first one came out in 1998. You know, yeah. I, enjoyed first, I enjoyed
1: the first one. I Even would, the second one was good.
0: Oh, I would really if you had the second one. I love the second one more than the first one.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's so cool. I love the second one too. It was crazy.
0: Me too. Second one came out in two thousand and one, and I think that. I seen I the second one in the movies. So I remember my father took me and my sister to see Rush Hour 2 and we enjoyed it. And then the third one came out two thousand and seven, which I didn't. enjoy I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite out of the three.
1: Definitely, I know what you I, mean.
0: I kind of went, the, went with the, I went to New York storyline, but they, they completely changed the storyline. Yeah. But, but, yeah, you know, I enjoy Rush Hour, and I can't wait for number four to come out, because they did announce it. Number four is coming out. They're both, yeah. What is
1: coming out? Whoa, okay. This is yeah. news for me, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it, it, oh, yeah I'm going to drop it. I'm doing news to drop it news, so, yeah, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan announced it. So, number four is coming out. It', it the end after around the same time, Bad Boy um now Bad Boy Four will be coming out. So, yeah.
1: Those are yeah. okay. I like. I think I, the Bad Boy I liked one most was Bad Boy Two because it had Tia Leone too with oh. Martin Lawrence. And yeah, I think it was all. I loved it. Yeah, I think I loved yeah. more than the original
0: two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Bad Boy. Yeah, yeah, I like Bad Boy Two. Um. Yeah. To, Sometimes
1: they uh, had the second installment even better. Like they were. In increasing our expectation and then the third one it goes downhill for some reason
0: yeah
1: i think terminator 2 is the same for me with terminator terminator 2 was like wow i love the kid i love the idea of him being good and stuff and then that, three was i don't know
0: that's usually the case for most of uh, the franchise movies number two always seemed to be the best which i got another franchise movie that is number two is the best but i got one franchise movie that number three is the best but when we get to that we, we get all right anticipation
1: anticipation all
0: right so so here so that is number, my number 18 what is your 17
1: my 17 is a girl walks home alone at night hmm. so i think it's 2011 it's by this okay let me tell you this is a ver- no it's 2015 it's 2015 it's a great iranian movie but it's like a spaghetti new noir western can you believe it about this female vampire girl who walks the streets alone in tehran in iran i think it's like a fictionalized version of i think american city but i also think she had a a persian city in mind uh, the director is a female, Anna Lily reporting and She's a great director. And this girl, you would expect from the title uh oh, oh, something bad is gonna happen to this girl. A girl walks home alone at night, but she's actually a vampire. And she's like walking the streets in like this weird, like Iranian garment which covers her hair and stuff like that. And she's like hunting praise. And she meets this very cute, you know, like innocent guy wearing like angel wings. And he's like, are you afraid of me? And he's like pretending to be a vampire, but she's the actual vampire. It it has very cool shots and it's shot in black and white. Mm. Very abstract movie. So I think you, you're going to like it. It's it's very intense and it's very well made. And I don't think I've seen anything like it except maybe Bella Tar movies. Mm.
0: You, you got to see me that like, look, everything, everything that you has played in make me want to like, I got to watch this like for real.
1: Please you have to I think I have a lot Because I'm a movie But I'm crazy about movies You it's are you, you
0: are You I'm, buy I'm,
1: me all the time
0: The next time When it comes to a movie That I need to watch I'm, I'm going to come to you Because you, you Yeah you, 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 you come to the experts expert. Yes yes, yes, yes <laughs> Definitely <laughs> 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 I, So my number 17 uh, This is probably My only current movie That I have in the list This came out last year November of last year And also will be The last movie I've seen in the movies okay. And I added this movie because many reasons would I'm about to explain. My Black Panther Wakanda of father Oh,
1: of course.
0: And I have to add this because, you know, when I have seen it, I love this movie. Um I, I already seen it twice already. So I loved it. Definitely. Now that it's on Disney Plus. Um I love that how they did with Chad, Chad Chadwick with um, Legacy, which is amazing. And and also one, one more thing. This is probably the, one that the biggest point in the movie. Angela Bassett. Like, Angela Bassett.
1: Angela Bassett like, is it kind of a goddess. Tell me, Let me tell you. Like.
0: Now her, her performance for that movie was like, wow.
1: But I was just watching What's Love Got to Do With It and I was watching her. Like, I just re-watched it and I felt like how is this woman even present in our lives? Like, she's she's a true master. Like, you you can feel it. You can feel it. So I'm so happy. I'm really rooting for her to win the Best Supporting yeah,
0: me Actress. Too. Me too. Me too. And, you know, and when this episode dropped, the Oscar will already be past it. So I'm really hoping. We're manifesting it. That she would win for yes. supporting actress because yes. she deserves it. She deserves it. She never won. She never won one, which is very disappointing. She didn't win for what the love got to do with it.
1: Crazy, crazy. What? What yeah. were they thinking? I mean, come on. They got to do a tweet thread about it.
0: Yeah, but you know, um, yeah, and LeBessa got to win. I want her to win. She killed this. She killed this role. It was very emotional. She pretty much took what Ryan Cooley probably told her to say, like. Put your emotion think about chadwick put your emotion and she did just that everybody did amazing in the movie though but angela bassett though she's louise man and i looking forward to the spin-off series for black panther i'm looking forward to number three for black panther
1: definitely yeah. we are always yeah. yeah yeah wow what a choice yeah you go.
0: Yeah. Only reason, this, only reason, this movie is so low because it's super kind of new. So yeah, that's why it's so low. But yeah, that's that's my, my number seventeen. Oh, I think if it was, if I see them more time, it would be a way higher than than this. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I, can can tell. I can tell. All right,
0: number sixteen.
1: All right, Will number you? sixteen. Okay, this one is really dark. <laughs> He's gonna kill you with my darkness. <laughs> I can feel like every time I'm like, this movie is really dark and I swear I have lighter movies. But this movie is like really dark. It's called Two Women. It's Italian movie. It's by mm. one of the legends. She was one of the most beautiful women, Sophia Loren, and also starring Jean-Paul Belmondo, who is a French actor. But this movie is about, you know, like the horrors of war and what it does to women. It's in 1960, I think. Wait, let me take- see. Yes, 1960, directed by Vittorio De Sica, who is one of the best neorealism like the new realist movement in Italy. They had this amazing Italian realist movies uh, back in the 60s. And it's a very good movie. It's very painful to watch. But it's really about the horrors of war and what it's like to be a woman and a mother. And movies like this make me feel, you know, like much more alive, even though sometimes they're hard to watch. But you get in touch with, just like what I told you with Guts Country and stuff like that. Like these movies take you into dark places, but at the same time, they make you feel like I'm a woman, I'm alive, I'm here. And I really want to watch more about other women out there. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely on my list for that reason.
0: Hmm, interactive choice Interactive choice Alright so I got my number 16 And I didn't I know He is another you No know, he he directed the movie as well Just like he did last movie the um, Forever This is another Ryan Cooley um, Production And you know This movie just came out With a third one recently By the time of this recording I still didn't see it yet But um, I got the Cree franchise
1: Oh you, you, Which one did you pick?
0: with the, yeah, the, the, franchise, the
1: franchise, right? Yeah, franchise
0: right yeah i know what you mean. Yeah. so so before before i get more into this movie then, you know kreece started with rocky you know with sebetta salon yeah and stuff like
1: that
0: and you know and i rocky, love
1: celeste yeah, yeah i love rocky and rocky was like when I saw the first one, it was revelation, the music and stuff like that, it was crazy. So when Creed came out, I was like, wow, look what they did with the franchise, awesome.
0: I, I agree, uh, you know, a backstory, you know, of course, you know, Rock, Rocky and Creed went against each other. I believe it was, I wanna say the third one? I think the, the second or the third one, they went against each other, Rocky and Creed. And I believe, yeah. And then later, you know, they came with a spinoff for Creed with Michael B. Jordan, Speth Salone and stuff like that. The first one came out, um, 2015, yeah, and the second one came out 2018, yeah, and, and I enjoyed both of them. Of course, I enjoyed the first one even more than the second one.
1: Me too. By the way, I loved the first one more.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. Second one wasn't bad, but I wasn't. But I guess it maybe was the villain choice. Maybe, uh, maybe I didn't wasn't feeling the villain choice, but.
1: I don't know, like for me, I think the first one was great. I think mainly because it was revolutionary. Like for me, it was really good. Like it was very well made. And I liked the idea of them together. But then the second one came and maybe my expectations were too high. And that's why I felt a bit disappointed. But I'm waiting for Creed 3. Because it has Jonathan Majors, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this one I have high expectations for. So they better make it up to my expectations. I haven't seen it yet like you.
0: So yeah, I mean, Creed 3, but do to doing recording. 3 literally just came out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> recording. It came out yesterday, but hopefully by the time it's out, I probably hope I've seen it by now. Okay. Also, of course, Tessa Thompson's in here. The legendary Felicia Rashad is in here. Yeah. Jonathan Majors in the third one. I'm looking forward to seeing the third one. I already hear reviews already about the third one. Yeah. And this is the best Creed out of the yeah. franchise. that what Work. I heard so far. That would I hurt.
1: They're killing That's us. We have to watch. Can we have to watch
0: it? I definitely got to watch it. Hopefully, by this episode's out, I've seen it already. I hope you've seen it as well. And yeah. we could talk about we could talk about it. You no, know,
1: definitely we it. have to we have to have a creed. You know, like we can talk about the the franchise itself, kind of like analyze it and stuff like that. Because I'm a All big right. fan. I'm I'm, I'm, a
0: happy fan of, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a fan of this movie too. So, the you know, Creed franchise is my number sixteen. Yes. All right. So, what's your number fifteen?
1: All righty, there we go. Let me see what's my number 15. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's this. It's a very smart, mind-twisting movie. It's called In the House. It's directed by Francois Ozan and it's starting a group of French actors and Christine Scott Thomas. Okay, In the House is a very, very, you know, like these movies that are crafted like a puzzle. And it's also a great movie. If you're a storyteller, it's about the power of storytelling. How storytellers can manipulate you, how they can trick you into stuff, how they can fool you, how they can play with people around them. And it's this Young actor, I I haven't seen him in anything else, but he was so good in this movie. He kind of like inserted himself into the lives of everybody around him. And it's like a movie with little gossips here and there. So it's a very well-crafted movie. I like movies like that. And it also had a great soundtrack, a great piano soundtrack. I love movies where the soundtrack kind of rules because it makes me more connected, I think, to the action on screen so yeah it's one of my favorites i love it and i haven't forgotten about it sometimes i just see clips from now and then because i really loved how they were done so yeah this movie
0: Mm, this this, this movie sounds really familiar this movie sounds really familiar
1: yeah i'm sure if you saw a scene or the poster you will know it Mm. it's a very famous like french movie kind of like a I think it's widespread. it's Kind of like Emily, you know, like Emily Pollard. Mm. It's a very widespread French movie. I think it has the similar vibe.
0: Mm, I'm adding another movie I got to add to my list.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So my number fifteen. You know, this is a classic movie. This was made in 1983. Um, I got the Downfire. You no, know, Robin Bob Williams, Sally Field
1: was really amazing awesome.
0: yeah. yeah yeah and this is one of my favorite Robert Mu movies this is really funny I've seen this as a kid I believe I've seen this at the movies I believe but then yeah, later I, I got then I got the tape later so yeah this was to interesting to too yeah we had yeah.
1: it at home and we would watch it a lot me and my sister because we loved yeah, it so me. much.
0: Me and my sisters, too, so yeah, I can relate to it as well. I, I love this movie, and yeah. Recipe to the legend, Robert Williams. I do got a fun fact. I met Robert Williams one time.
1: How was he? Was he nice, or was he, and like, it, reserved?
0: No, he, it, was mad, it was his thing, like, it was mad, random. It was 19, 2009. Um, yes. I, was, I was in the city, just walking around the city. Vendly, I see Robert Williams running, walking, walking real fast. I was like Baba Williams! I was like Robert Williams! You know he like made high, but like, looked like he was early, you know like, he made high, looked, looked happy and then walked off. He could say hi to everybody and walked off. I'm like, oh wow. So, really? Wow, yeah, that, this was, is so like, cool. Yeah, this is like two thousand this is like two thousand and nine. So it was so yeah, so are very fortunate
1: that you know he. Yeah, I know to me, uh, mean. Of course, yeah. I can't believe I can't believe it sometimes, like, I feel really bad that he he found it so hard to go through this world like that. You know, like, he gave us the beauty and the gifts of fun and comedy, and yet he carried all this pain. Sometimes
0: yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know it's yeah. a lie. I know it's a lie. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all we can do is continue to, you know, the legendary rapper we like to see so. Yeah, and just amazing. keep his
1: legends alive by there watching and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I know what you mean. But I love Mrs. Dalfar, of course. it was It's a definitive moment in each, I think, 90s kid childhood. We all watched yeah. it, we all loved it, we all loved him.
0: Yeah, and sad part where he, it was supposed to be a part two before he died. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was supposed to be a part two, but it never right,
1: happened. But, but damn, because he's,
0: I don't know, yeah, yeah. this poor guy. I love him. All right, let's to number 14
1: okay my number 14 (laughs) yes look it came last year too it's a very recent movie and i think you must have heard about it because there was a hype about it it's decision to leave directed by park chan wook and it's a very well-made new noir but what i liked about it first of all like you could feel this guy keeps attention to detail like every single thing put into the movie was put for your eyes for your senses there were details there were shots the female character was amazing and i think i had found some similarities between it and between another new noir movie like basic instinct which was in the 90s although paul verhoeven was very aggressive with the way he portrayed the femme fatale park chan wook made it as a real human like flesh and blood and sympathetic and loving and yes she can be manipulative but it's a different lens of seeing this character type so I really loved it and it stuck with me a long mm. time after watching it so I'm giving it my number 15 or 14 with 14 right
0: 14 14 14 okay. nice nice so my number 14 I got a classic from 1994 oh. um, yeah, there's, um another there's a funny comedian by the name of Jim Carrey, and he was, he was on his ground all the time, he was on his ground around the town. Yes. The Mask, The Mask.
1: I love The Mask, Carrey, I love it so much. Why can't people a- love it anymore? What is their problem? Cuban Pete. <laughs> the kills me. Even to this day, I watch it when I'm down and I just laugh. I mean, seriously, when the police guys are like dancing like idiots, and he's just pulling them all, and Cameron Diaz was
0: Jim Diaz, yeah.
1: Even the villain, I don't remember the actor's name, but he's uh, so. Yeah, I don't
0: creepy. remember his name in. I don't remember yeah. his name either, but <laughs> this was.
1: It's crazy. But it's, I love it. You have yeah, a lot yeah. from my favorite movies growing up and being, you know, like a wild kid just having fun with movies. I totally get it,
0: Ken. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, I've seen that the movies while we're younger. Yeah, this has always been a favorite movie. One, one, one of two Gina Carey movies that I always enjoy. The second one was Who's Almighty. Like, but anyway, yeah, um, I love the movie. Um, I thought it'd be the second one. Oh, gosh. That was Jim Carrey not involved in. of the man with Jamie Kennedy. Ah, yeah, I, I, I wish we got an original sequel from Jim Carrey yeah. instead of Jamie Kennedy, but. Yeah.
1: There was a sequel. Are you serious? The Mask 2? Oh, I didn't
0: they, watch they, that. They did. It was with Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. It was Jim Carrey, though.
1: Oh no!
0: Jim, they wanted to make they wanted to make one with Jim Carrey, but he turned it down.
1: Yeah, maybe he didn't find potential in it. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the sequel? Was good.
0: Oh no! Oh no! I didn't. I didn't bother. I heard. I heard it was really bad. It was. It was really bad. Better.
1: Better than we ignored.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went I under like it. the radar for us. <laughs> I, 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 I like it's
1: the number 13. Number, number, you're, number, you're number 13. My number 13. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I'm giving you movies from all over the world. This Please. 13 one is called Goodbye Lenin. And it's a great German movie. Why? It's directed by Wolfgang Becker. And starting, you know, you see this actor, he's in many American movies, Daniel Brühl. He's, I think he was in *Inglorious Bastards. He was the one bothering, you know, like Shoshana, the Shoshana character. She was amazing. The Jewish girl. He was bothering her. He was the German officer bothering her. But Goodbye Land is a beautiful film. Why? Because it's about this boy went into prison and then came out and his mother was in a coma. And to her, Germany was still in a certain state. So when she woke up from the coma, they were like, her heart is so weak. So you cannot tell her her whole world changed. So the idea of trying to keep your mother's world intact, because you're afraid you would lose her and because she's not accustomed to a new world and the lengths he would go to, to just keep uh, some products that are not being produced anymore clothes hiding news hiding you know even the world demonstrations it's an amazing movie to watch if you have you know like a certain immense love for a parent or someone in your family it's very also emotionally tugging movie and also the soundtrack is beautiful piano played throughout so i recommend it to everyone it's a very intense movie but also made really quirky really funny so yeah goodbye lennon
0: Jalen that is a good pick that is a really really good pick and like I said that I really need to I need I need, every, I need all your lists I need everything for your list I gotta check it out I really gotta check out your list
1: thank you Ken you have to
0: <laughs> so you know so let that- me on to my number 13 which is you know it's a movie this was pretty much my first made it all movie you know and I was really young when I see this movie but of course, a lot of people love this movie. I got Soul Food.
1: Okay, the, I love Soul Food. Love
0: it. Yeah, and um, you know, it's about, you know, family. And of course, it got some drama nah. in it. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, you know, watching this as a kid, it was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it was my first radio R movie and it was a really good movie wow
1: that's the moment for you that's the moment
0: yeah it it, it really was yeah it really was and later because this movie came out 1997 and then like a year later it came out with a show that came on hbo
1: oh my god i haven't seen the show i haven't Uh, seen it wow
0: I, i watched clips of it but i didn't really follow the show but this movie really okay uh, and a lot of family not just like family i feel like a lot of family could relate to it because you know everybody could relate to everybody having sunday dinner you know with the family i
1: mean definitely i totally mean it yeah it, it has this comfortable you know like warm mood and it also has a lot of the bickering that happens with the family so i just i feel like a lot can relate to it especially yeah. when you have a big family or a rich family life or whatever
0: Yes, yeah. but random re- re- question, Micheline. Um yeah. did you? Did, did your family have like a family dinner on Sundays?
1: Like- Not on Sundays. On every like, okay, it's in Egypt. Here, it's on Fridays. Like the mm. big family dinner would be on Fridays. So yeah, we. Ha- I can feel all the mood. Everything that you say is something I. I can relate to we would have it with the extended family even like when i was little i would go to my grandma or my grandma on my mother's on my mom's side and my grandpa or my grandma only on my dad's side so we would have this big you know like family dinners like friday dinners not sunday dinners we would have them yeah
0: well that's dope that is really dope i mean of course my family you know me my mother father my sisters yeah we, we did have family dinner like every sunday and it was always a good it was always a good feeling so Definitely, and, yeah and, and like i said sofa was a really good movie and that is my number 13 so Jalen. oh yeah so what you got for your number 12.
1: okay my number 12 is it's an amazing um i think it's an independent film but it's also now considered one of the greatest female performances of all time, A Woman Under the Influence, 1974, directed by John Cazavetes, starring himself and his wife then, Gina Rollins. Gina Rowlands was spectacular in this film. She eats anybody in front of her. She's like the goat, you know, like she's the greatest. Mm. Because in this movie, you see a woman kind of like unraveling in front of you. She is going mad and you see it in full painful details and nobody knows how to help her and she's kind of like she's just breaking she's breaking and we see this in front of us and i mean you usually don't see that usually women are kind of like sugar coated or just presented in a way that makes you love them or relate to them you don't love her you don't relate to her you feel for her sometimes sometimes you're frustrated what is wrong with you you see all the ins and outs of this woman in front of you And this is something that happens rarely you can feel the camera is just recording recording rolling and rolling and you're seeing this woman kind of like breaking apart losing it and you don't feel like there's gonna be a resolution so it's spectacular and it's a rare thing to see portrayed by females on screen like in some way you can see even sometimes mental illness or whatever or is glorified in a way or made to look better than it is or in a way that makes it feel alienated to you when you've had like dark episodes or depression or whatever but here nothing is glorified it's so gritty, it's so real it's so painful to watch sometimes so I love it
0: mm, that, I, the way you explained this movie it made me really want to check this out like really want to check this out What yeah. does what, what this movie call again?
1: A Woman Under the Influence
0: Hmm. Nah, that really that really does sound really interesting.
1: Very, very great title.
0: That's a great title. I ain't gonna lie. That is a great title. So my so my number twelve. I got a movie that you know that's a part of my childhood. This was this was made in 1997, and this started off as a skit on on that, but then it got so popular that they turned it into a movie. I got this movie called Good Burger.
1: Okay, I haven't seen this one.
0: You definitely gotta see it. So, so this movie it features Keenan, Keenan, and Kel. I
1: love so much. I love yeah. Keenan.
0: Yes, yes, yes. In yeah. case y'all don't know, Keenan is from Saturday Night Live.
1: Yeah, I know from <laughs> SNL. <and> I wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the best. He is like one of the longest running person on Saturday Night Live right now.
1: Yeah. Oh my he god, was, I want to watch it.
0: Yeah, but he he was on Saturday Night Live when I, after I got out of high school how long he was on Night, Night Live. And I like tw- 20 years. So it was like crazy. So, and yeah. And I call it a story between with them two Because not only they've been on all that together. Him and Keenan and Kel, They also had a TV show as well. Wow. Yeah, called the Keenan and Kel Show.
1: Yeah, I and know. It was on Nickelodeon, I think, right? Yeah,
0: Nickelodeon. yeah. yeah Nickelodeon. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, so, also, so they made a movie called Good Burger. that was also under um, Nickelodeon. They had Keenan and Kel. They had Simbad on it. They had um, Star Jackson Star Jackson She was on Moesha The show Moesha Ooh A lot
1: yeah. of good it, it,
0: Yeah they, they even had a cameo With George Clinton In this movie
1: Really? Wow
0: Yeah Yeah It was really funny And you know This movie uh, I'm about to see the movie at movie It's in my art You can see this movie And uh, you know I always enjoy this movie And As of recently They announced That they are having A part 2 yeah, this is what I saw. I saw it on the news. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They're not there. there. Oh also, they're not the on Jimmy 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 Fallon show. Which like a couple yeah. years ago, a couple years ago, Keenan and Kel went to talking. They have a, a long period of time where they stopped talking for a long period of time. And they have a reunion oh. on the Jimmy Fallon show of the Good Burger Skin. That's awesome. That's
1: yeah. so cool.
0: And then wow. since, Yeah, and ever since then they rekindle their friendship and they've been doing a lot of stuff they had to do all that reboot together now um doing mini skit. they actually did um another skit on the um i the emmys i think they have i think it was the emmys i think they did okay. like a, a skit together on yeah wow. i think
1: so too i want to remember but yeah i think so i saw this skit. Yeah.
0: but you know um good park is a really fun movie. you gotta check this movie out it's really I have
1: to because really i want to really see cool. the
0: sequel yeah how yeah,
1: excited yeah. are you how excited are you that they're making part two
0: I'm really excited, because I've been waiting for this for a very, very, very long time.
1: I can so, feel it.
0: So, so, hearing this, hearing that, they made, they. it would have been talked about it, but actually hearing that she announced it about it, officially announced it, got me excited, and they announced it's going to be on Panama Plus. Yeah. You
1: know,
0: awesome. Also, yes. And yeah, um, Good Burger. I don't know when it's coming out. I think it's coming out probably next year, I think they... He's filming it this summer. So I guess it next year.
1: Yeah, wow. I guess next year. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. So Mostly. there you go. So there you go. Number 12. with Good Burger is my number 12. Jalen, yeah. what is your number I <laughs> 11.
1: 11. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay. <laughs> I have, okay, there's this, you gotta check out this movie, it's so good. You know, Martin McDonough directed Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, okay? <laughs> uh, Martin McDonough is a, one of my favorite directors, like, in Bruges, Seven Tyke Pass, uh, this one, uh, Three Billboards. He had this year, The Benches of Annie which you saw everybody getting nominated for, uh, Colin Farrell, and I think Brendan Gleeson, and all these awesome people. Uh, He directed this movie, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri in 2017, starring Frances McDormand, who is one of my favorite female actresses ever, Woody Harrelson, and Sam Rockwell. And I think Peter Dinklage was there too. I love him so much from Game of Thrones. He's a great. actor Uh, this movie is very you know it has all the crazy antics of margin mcdonald it has the great script it has the dynamics between people it has i think a little bit of cruelty it has these moments where you feel oh my god you're just shaking from inside it's a very tough movie but made through his lens which is dark comedy very dark comedy cynical you know like um it's it's very funny, like you can laugh, but at the same time the subject matter is dark. So you just gotta watch it, and it has humanity in it too. So yeah, it's something that is will blow your mind, and you have to you have to watch everything by Martin McDonough, I must say, because if you want really good movies with really cool scripts and great dialogue, then I suggest him for you.
0: For some reason, this movie seems really familiar. It's like I definitely heard this movie before. Like i definitely heard this movie. I definitely know. I definitely know the, the, the director. I know. I definitely know yeah, the director.
1: But you mostly know him from I think "Batches of Insurance" because it was very, it was very popular. Now this Oscar season and got nominated yeah. for a lot of things. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I definitely. I'm I yeah. gonna add that to. My, I I gotta add that to my list. I gotta add that to my list. Well, yeah, this, add it, add it. For some reason, the musical movie is is going around about my, my childhood. So my number eleven. It's another movie that I enjoyed from my childhood. Um, I, I was a big fan of the franchise, and yeah, um, I got the Toy Story franchise. I and, know. Uh, yeah, I you're feel
1: Toy, it. Toy
0: Story. <laughs> so y'all already know Toy Story started on 1995. And it was it was Disney's first pet star movie. Um, you know, Woody was played by Tom Hanks. And Buzz Lightyear would played yeah. by Tim Allen. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie, as a kid, I was a big, big Woody fan. You no, know, hey, You're
1: Woody. Woody. I'm Buzz. I'm more of a Buzz
0: girl. I did like Buzz as well, but Woody, I was a big Woody fan. I used to have the Woody toy. I used to carry everything around until the head fell off. <laughs> so
1: I know, yeah. oh my god i, I had the, the buzz toy too i asked like some relatives who would living abroad to bring it to me and they brought it to us from the original you know like disney stores and stuff like that and it was awesome i loved it so much yeah. so yeah I, I get the vibes toy story is a great franchise it and really i saw beautiful. i saw i think number four in the movie theater and it was i think an emotional moment for me because i went there with you know um a kid at the time I knew uh, his mother and stuff like that so it was an emotional time for me I never thought I would see I think I saw Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2 and then Step three and then I saw Toy Story 4 in the movie theater and then all the emotions of being a child came back to me and I was like oh my gosh no I don't need this now so yeah I know what you mean it's such a such a beautiful franchise
0: yeah so you know Toy Story 2 came out in 1999. Yeah. Toy 3 came out in 2010.
1: Yeah.
0: And Toy Toy Four came out 2018. I'm not gonna lie, it should have ended with Toy Story 3. Yeah, and I can to hold you. Toy Toy 3 was really sad. Wow. Toy Toy was really sad. Even though I did like the Toy 4, yeah. but the ending, I wasn't sure about the ending. because We know what yeah. happened in the ending. We don't have it at the ending. But yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I know right. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I sh- I sh- haven't seen three. I should. I think I should
0: watch it now. Oh, yeah, yeah you definitely got about three. Three was really yeah. emotional because you know, because you know, Andy left. Andy left, so it was really sad because you know, the original owner, you know, left. Left, so it was really sad. And, and like basically, like when Andy grew up, we grew up. That basically what it was. Because basically,
1: Andy yeah. This, and this was terrible to imagine. <laughs> And you know what also hits home? I think the idea of giving up your toys. Because when I was younger, I was like, I'm not going to give up any of my toys. I'm going to keep them all, you know. But then I grew kind of too old. And my mom was like, you know, like, there might be kids who really need to play with these toys. Who are, uh, you know, like charity, through charitable organizations and stuff. So we donated, I think, all of our toys. I only have like two plushies or something like that. Just
0: yeah. to uh, sleep I, with. Yeah. So, I ain't gonna lie, that I'm i the same way. It was hard to get yeah. my my like, toys as well as a kid. It was hard. It was but, very
1: you know, hard. We have to grow up, I
0: guess.
1: We have true. to be adults,
0: damn. it <laughs> that's true. Like, but hey, even even the door so I had to collect my my, my stuff again. So so because so we can do what we want now. So 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 yeah. So yeah, but 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 also to mention that they recently announced Toy Story Five.
1: Dude, real. So, are you feeling good about it or not?
0: Um, mixed feelings. Cause, you know, I am feelings. a Toy Story yeah. fan. I am a Toy Story fan. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they didn't need to. They didn't need to make another one. But at the same time, yeah, they kind of commit. I want to. I was curious how are they going to make up for season four ending? Yeah, that's what I want to know. because yeah. you know, you know Woody. You know, yeah. yeah. So how how are we going to make that up? And is yeah. five is five going to be the last one? So that makes you what I'm curious about for that. You know,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: The that. Yeah.
1: Me too. All
0: right, so now let's get to number 10. This is your number 10 pick, Magellan. Oh, yeah.
1: My number 10 is a movie that I feel I experience every time I watch it as if I'm watching it for the first time. It's The Piano, 1993, Mm, directed by Jane Campion, starring Harvey Cattell, Sam Neill, and a very talented child actor at the time, Anna Paquin, also Mm. Hulk Hunter. And this movie, to me, is something... I think it's an ode to being an artist and to feeling weird in your own skin and to having a voice. That you cannot express all the uh, except through art so to me it, it's it's also a very beautifully shot movie like i really wanted to visit new zealand just to see the beaches on which they shot this movie and it's also very erotic it's very sexual so it's a it's a beautiful movie it's, it's a very it's a feast for the senses this is what i would say
0: Nice. And I, I definitely, watched I definitely seen this movie before. It was a long time ago, but I definitely seen this movie I, I I gotta rewatch it. I, I gotta rewatch it again. I gotta rewatch it. But um, yeah, there this was movies. this is a this is a good pick. This is a really good movie. I agree. Thank
1: you, thank you. Oh, it's amazing. Love it.
0: So my number ten is another movie from my childhood. Of course, they have many spin-offs many a, re- a revival of this movie, but I'm gonna go with the original. Jim Hansen, Teenage Mitten Ninja Turtle.
1: Yeah.
0: The franchise.
1: You yes, know, you're a yes. big kid. You know, like, <laughs> you're just the biggest. You just love a lot of kid movies. I can feel it, Ken. You, you have lie. this energy. You have this I'm not, energy.
0: I'm not going to lie. I do, Um, you know, these things, they know, they they shaped up the child from my childhood. And, you know, make me the person I am today. And, I, and I, I'm not afraid to say that, you know. I, I mean, I, I love these. These,
1: these stuff. So you know, uh... I love it so much because it feels. I don't know. I feel like the best people I have known personally, as Jalen, are the people who retain their inner child. Like every time you would go to yoga or meditation, they would tell you never kill your inner child because this is the thing that will make you creative it will make you wonder it will make you until the last day a different person revived vibrant and full of energy and people would love you and at the same time maintain wisdom like you know they have they have seen life they have seen hardships they've been through a lot of shit and they still have their inner child these are the yes. best people and i feel like you have this you are you have seen a lot of life and you have this weight of you know like going through hardships but you in, retain your inner child and i love this about you
0: yeah, thank you. And I like that about you as well. because oh, that, that, that that That's why we got so much in common. So exactly,
1: good. yeah. Yeah, so, we clicked.
0: So. Yeah, that's that why I wanted you for this episode. Cause we, 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 yeah, we, we got this. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> so, so TJ and the Turtles started as a cartoon on 1987. But then they made the movie in 1990s. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. The first one came out in the 1990s. Yeah, then the, the second cartoon. one came out... 1991, which is my favorite one.
1: Yeah.
0: Sequel at the Ooze. And then part three came out in 1993. Oh. And and the first the first three was always my favorite. You know, first three, always my favorite. You definitely gotta watch this. My favorite turtle was Leonardo. Yeah. I like, always felt like I was, the, always was a Leonardo fan. So.
1: I think I'm more of the... I, the funny one was, like, who? Michelangelo? And yeah, Mike, he, the yeah, he was the craziest one like the one who Mike. always ate pizza and like this is me this is like my favorite buddy yeah i totally <laughs> love <it>.
0: him. <laughs> yeah i know he
1: was yeah. a wacko yeah and i love the the bad guys too i love trader i love april yeah shredder was just and april Neal was hot. i thought she was hot although she was like getting kidnapped all the time but she was yeah. still a cool damsel in mm-hmm. her own aprilness
0: yeah, 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 yeah. April was hot. Yeah, the, yeah especially uh, the, very. Especially
1: the, the 90s. cartoon yeah. yeah, the cartoon girl was also very good.
0: She um, was. She was. She. she thought uh, she was. I agree. I agree with that. But yeah. Of course, and of course, later they made a, the Turtle version with Michael Bay. Later, yeah. I believe in the 2016. Definitely. That looked way too Transformer-ish for me. Too, yeah. too Transformer-ish for me. I mean, it was, it was, it was okay, but yeah. now, now recently, Seth Rogen is making a new version of the Ninja Turtles.
1: Oh God! Wow.
0: Yeah, they just oh. came up with they just came up with a trailer recently, and it looked pretty good. It's a, it's a cartoon version of course, but it looked pretty good, the and guy. and they got John Cena in the movie. They
1: got a lot
0: of. <laughs> you look really
1: excited. Of, you love John Cena, right?
0: Yeah, I'm a a fan of John Cena, yeah. A lot
1: of people in my family, like, who adore John Cena and he's prime, you know, like, for them. My dad would watch all his movies and he would get me along, like, watch this with John Cena. I'd be like, yeah, dad, awesome. So I I watch a lot of action movies because I think the guys in my family would love them. And I always wanted to hang out with the guys, you know, like with my grandpa, with my uncles and stuff like that. So he would always see me (laughs) getting involved in their movie land so wow john
0: yeah. cena okay yeah I, yeah when i heard that i was shocked to even hear john cena will be in an Ninja Turtle movie yeah and it's a it's a lot of other people it's a um yeah this Ninja Turtle movie gonna be really dope i believe it come out later this year so i'm oh and then oh actually in august it come out in august so i'm looking forward to it the trailer's out now but yeah. but before you do that you gotta check out the classic Ninja Turtle movie, you know on part it's one not-
1: course because i only watched the cartoon i think i watched one of the classics i think i watched like two or three i'm not sure but what i was really crazy about when i was a kid was it were the cartoons i would wait <laughs> for it and they had them dubbed in arabic you, you cannot imagine april was called nisan and we had a lot of shit yeah and i think shredder was called faram like we had a crazy we had a crazy uh dubbed version of it but we also my sister and i loved it too like we would love okay. The English version and the Arabic version. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> I, I, I really got to hear the... the <laughs> have
1: to, I'll send you a clip. I'll, I'll send,
0: send you Oh, yeah, send me a clip. Send me a clip. I'm curious about it. I
1: but will. Yeah,
0: so that, that is my number 10 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Jim Hansen franchise. Now, what is your number nine? Your number nine. My number
1: nine is the sweetest movie ever, The Florida Project. It's directed by Sean Baker, starring great unknown actors you know like actors who've never acted before child actors who've been trained by sean and william defoe it's uh it is in 2016 and it's a very beautiful independent film about you know being a kid if you, if you really like movies that feel good and look good, you're just going to love it because it just follows them around. Just a group of kids having fun, doing mayhem, you know, like creating trouble in their own kitty way. And they don't have a lot of money, but they can still find fun in their own way. And I don't know, it's, it's a beautiful kind of like summer movie. You can feel the idea of how summers start sometimes with friendships and then these friendships end. And how sometimes family dynamics are more complicated than we can think. And at the same time, people love each other. So it's a beautiful movie. And I love Sean Baker, actually. He's one of my favorite directors.
0: Mm. It sounds like it's interesting movie, especially because of Way of the Foes in there. So I definitely got to watch this movie.
1: You man. have to. You have to.
0: That, that's a really good pick, Jalen. That is a really Thank good pick. You. Thanks. All right. So my number nine is this movie... That was made by Spike Lee. This was made in 1994. It is called Crooklyn. I
1: haven't seen. Research. I've seen a lot of Spike Lee's, but I haven't seen this one. Is it good?
0: It's really, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Look,
1: Spike um, Lee.
0: But first thing first, the soundtrack to this movie is amazing. There's a lot of old school, um, classic songs in the movie. Uh, this movie is set in, I believe, the 1970s in 1970s in in the street of Brooklyn, which is right by right, close to where I live. Actually, the movie was made right close to where I where I live. Um, this movie oh featured God. um this movie featured Afro Ruth Woodland. Yeah, she been she been on many she been on many stuff she been on mini stuff. She was on Luke Cage. She was on one um, a couple of Tyler Perry movies. She was I try to think, what was her? She was in a, a really other known real movie I can't think right now. Also, Delway Lim Lindu. Okay. And also yeah, Delway Lemon. Lim- yeah. yeah. He was in a couple of movies. I think the last recent movie he was in was um this movie on Netflix was made by Spike Lee. Um in um, the Five, I think something like that. End the Five? Jonathan yeah, Major is also in that movie too, for film.
1: Really? What was he a baby? He's not?
0: No, a... no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not this movie. No, not this movie. I was about it. He was in
1: another yeah. movie that, that yeah, but Linda was in. The, on
0: the Netflix,
1: Netflix one. Yeah, I love it. It was like, you know.
0: but, but this movie, this is a really good movie. This is a classic. You definitely got to watch it. It's called Brooklyn. Have to. Yes. I'm
1: gonna watch yes. everything you mentioned that I didn't, honestly. Yes, you just gotta yes. send me the list after we oh, yeah, oh, yeah, going to yeah, send you oh, oh,
0: oh, oh yeah, we going to send each other our list. So we gonna recommend each other. We gotta recommend yeah. each other. We gotta we to help each other out. So what yeah. is your number what is your number eight?
1: Okay, my number eight, eight, eight. my number eight is the movie by one of my all time favorite human beings, Wesley Snipes, it's money mm-hmm. train. Money train, oh, oh. money train, money train. Money train is like one of my favorite movies ever like i love everything about it like the action is so cool the comedy is just so natural wesley shines as usual and he's such a cutie and j-lo was just oh my god like she was just hot at this era and everything about money train is like so good like they don't even make these movies anymore you can feel dynamics between characters woody hartson of course was so funny and I don't know it's it's like a movie when I watch it I always feel good about the world I always feel like it had also this wonderful song I think dance without sleeping they were playing it in the intimate scenes it's just amazing everything about this movie is just typical me like if you want to know where to get to me like there are five or three movies that you know this will never fail this is one of them
0: um I definitely seen Many train. This is really a good movie But well. Um, shout out to Eddie Nice J Lo, Woody Harrison. This is a good movie. I like this movie. You know, I actually did watch this movie. So yeah, there we go. I right, so my number my number eight. This movie was this is probably my oldest movie I got on the list. This movie was made on 1978. This is this is probably at my knowledge a remake from a movie that came out in the 1930s but they made it more of an urban cast and the movie had a during its time had an all-star cast during its time wow i got the whiz
1: what's the whiz i haven't seen this movie oh my gosh now your list is getting more exciting for me because these are a lot of things that i haven't watched tell me more about it
0: so so the cast in this movie is it's a lot of the all-star cast Motown made this movie no barry gordy made this movie um you got an all-star cast of diana ross uh,
1: what damn
0: michael michael damn. jackson damn. Huh, michael jackson
1: what is this movie and how come i haven't discovered it
0: um Miss, missy russell um richard Pryor. Nina Horn and many more. This is this is basically the black Virgin of the Wizard of Oz.
1: I know the Wizard of Oz, but I haven't seen the Wizard, and now I gotta see it. Now this yeah. sounds even way cooler.
0: You Gotta watch no, it. This, this movie really good, but this is also a movie that I love, and a lot of people hated during this time.
1: But now they're discovering it again. And, I
0: think. oh, oh everybody, no, everybody, everybody, now thinks it's a classic now. But during this time, it came out. I heard I wasn't born, so I wouldn't know. But doing some of my parents, doing my, you know, my my family, they they were born around the time. This movie, did, this movie was everybody loved this movie, but a lot of people hated it. The, the critics hated it. I guess the, I think it did bad on the block box office, but it's but it's a classic now because a lot of it's people cool. love it. Yeah, yeah, I gotta
1: watch this one. Revive
0: yeah, the classic. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really good movie. Check it out, The Wiz.
1: Definitely,
0: definitely. Yeah, it basically is basically the Black version of the Wizard of Oz, basically.
1: But it's, but it's really that, good. Though. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm in.
0: There, <laughs> there you go. There you go. I right, Jalen, where's your number seven?
1: Number seven is also one of those movies where, you know, like you want Jay to be your friend, you gotta love it. The heat. It's the heat. The heat. Or not The Heat, no, Heat, Heat, just Heat. No, The Heat is another movie that I love, but it's not on this list. Heat, the 1995 Michael Mann movie with Al Pacino, with Robert De Niro, with Val Kilmer. And it's like, for me, it's a classic. Now, I consider it one of the classics, one of the greatest movies ever made in cinema. It's about masculinity, it's about, you know, like, toughness, it's about, you know, like, uh, it's very good action movie but it's also about loneliness it's about you know like men being men but having emotions it's about you know being a different person in this world and connecting at the wrong place in the wrong time with a person you would least expect to it's got a lot of elements in it I'm, I must say but it's not just an action movie like it has a lot of layers a lot of you know guys being guys but also being vulnerable which is what I like most about any movie so it's usually in all my lists you would always find me finding guys who are like you know like that you're typically you know like action. no even in my train you can feel that they're softies they're brothers they love each other and this is me this is the male characters that I love in movies actually
0: <makes noise> mm. Mm. Dope, dope. You know, you, like I said, we go we gotta we gotta sit each other our our list. We gotta just sit each other our good. list. Yeah. So my number my number seven, this is a nineteen I believe it's nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety one movie. Um this is a well and and and, and this is an urban movie now since this is called Juice. on my Fs, Tupac. Okay. On my F's Tupac. I haven't seen Juice. I, well, you have, got to...
1: a lo- I have a lot of watching to do. Let me tell you, I have you. I gave me a lot of education now.
0: See, yeah, so so so, so, you know, but I'll spoil
1: the movie. Are you serious? I never thought
0: he acted, yeah, yeah. He did, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. He did a couple of acting roles, you know. I believe this was his first acting role, actually. And and for his first acting role, it was really, really good, yeah, really good. Um, yeah, Juice, you know, um, it's a good movie, yeah. This awesome. is,
1: this is really, you, gotta, you gotta check it out Watch this one Man, you gotta be awesome Now watch them one by one Like I have the Ken's recommendation list For Jay <laughs> Like the craziest
0: Yeah and, but, but, I, I'm gonna warn you They're explicit So yeah But but yeah. these are cl- But these are classic Movies in the 90s So yeah That's, yeah, yeah
1: Definitely 90s list Oh on.
0: Yeah So where's your number 6 We are, we are, we are almost done
1: Oh Anticipation is building up. Okay, my number six is Moonlight, directed mm-hmm. by Barry Jenkins, 2016. It's Drell Jerome, one of my all time favorite actors, whom I wish I would see more. Travanti Rhodes, uh, we have Marshalla Ali, and even Janelle yeah. Mune, who is now killing it. She's oh. such a uh, wonderful, she was great in Glass Onion. Yeah. Uh, this movie is, is beauty defined. Like, for me, it's, it's one of the most beautiful movies ever made. Ever made. Like, it's spectacular in everything. The dialogue, the scenes, the music, the composition. You can feel the camera. Like, even director-wise, it's brilliant. Everything about it is beautiful. And the characters, of course, are amazing. So, yeah. Moonlight is, has a great place in my heart. And it's a movie I- that I go back to every day.
0: I've definitely seen this movie once, and this was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them winning the Oscar for this movie. Because I, even though at the time when I didn't see it, yeah. I was happy when it won. Because yeah, I was happy when definitely. it won. So.
1: I know what you mean. Definitely. Definitely. place. That, that movie actually that is even bigger than the Oscar. You know, like it's a, it's a great movie that you feel it stands yeah. the test of time, and it's going to cement itself even further. So yeah, kudos yeah. to it. Haters yeah. be hating.
0: <laughs> All right, so my number six. It's another classic movie that was made in the 1990s. Um, it's another movie called Boys in the Hood. I love Boys
1: had, in the Hood, but it breaks my heart. I, I, know, I know, me. I know. I love it, but it's just so, I love it yeah. so much. I love Boys yeah. in the Hood, of course.
0: Me too. Of course, we had Kuri, uh, Kuri Jr. in here. We got um more Chetnut. We got Leon Long in here. We got Ice Cube in here. Ice
1: Cube is a babe. I love him.
0: Yeah, and this was a really dope movie. This movie was made by John Sinaton, which he was amazing director. Recipes, and yeah, this was an amazing movie. This movie, I gotta say, changed um black cinema in the nineties. Definitely, say, it like, it of course. black cinema in the nineties. Top of that, that made uh, that made mini movie to the day. Like it made it, it made it juice. It made it a lot of the 90s classics that that where they are today. we got got to give John Citizen the flowers, you know, even though he no longer go with us, but he made an amazing classic with the movie. And shout out to everybody that's in this movie, because they all do amazing things now. Wonderful. More Chat Knight doing amazing thing, Long doing amazing thing. Um Ice Cube definitely doing amazing things. He's
1: yeah. the guy, like he's the guy. I love Ice Cube and all his things. <laughs> even the yeah, I think, yeah. later on funny movies and stuff and I love them I watched them all because I love them so much in boys and those so I kept watching him yeah, yeah that's a movie that breaks my heart but it's a beautiful movie
0: classic so now we are at the top five favorite movies of our favorite movie the top five of our favorite movies so Jalen what is your number five
1: number five is the Crow. Mm. crow is just this sad beautiful romantic tale it's 1994, of course, directed by Alex Proyas, starring, of course, like Brandon Lee, who whose tragedy kind of like intermeshes with the movie itself. It's like there with the, with the beauty of the movie. But I think it's a beautiful comic movie. It's dark and sad and beautiful and gothic and has all the elements of, you know, like gothic romance and intense emotions and also really a good revenge thriller if you want to see it this way. But I really loved the character. I thought he was so poetic to be a superhero. So this is why I connected with him. Like I've seen a lot of superhero action movies about Mm -hmm. a lot of revenge because I was big on revenge thrillers. I don't know why, maybe because I would think like, yeah, give me power and stuff. So watching him made it feel more human and more connected to this superhero. So yeah, the crowd is like dope.
0: Okay, nice. funny that you said superheroes because that was what my number five is, is a superhero movie. And this movie, I had to add, I had this movie had two parts and it was hard to pick one or the other. So I'm going to add both parts to it. And I can say this movie pretty much changed the MCU forever. Tell me. The Adventures, the Infinity War, and Endgame. I had to add both of them because, um, my experience for both movies. I seen both of the movie. I seen Infinity was the movie, okay. and and you know with superhero, with the autumn, you know the, the ending to the first one was was sad. You know, all oh, of them disappearing and stuff like that. And yeah, then, of but, the end, you and,
1: know you're talking you know, to me like I'm not familiar with the world. That I'm-
0: <laughs> I'm
1: a really girl. Like, I hear about it from my friends. So, so, okay. So now, let me question you. Like, why do you li- like them so much? Tell me what do you feel in them. Why do you feel like they're your favorites? Tell me.
0: So, so you know, as a kid, you know, I always see myself as a superhero. So, yeah. you know, one thing about superheroes, I always love superheroes, you know. I mean, I got one behind my back and the picture with some Superman, even though he's not... He's not Marvel, but yeah. And I don't know, I always love superheroes. It's always been me, you know, I always see myself as a Superhero, myself, and the one they always wanted to be, so eventually, though, know, so I love Superhero movies, too, so, so when I, when, when they made the MCU, you know, you know like with Iron Man, and Thor, and Black Panther, and all them. Black
1: Panther would, is my favorite, I don't know, I, and I would was really, probably the one I watch, watch the most, and I love the most, I don't know. Yeah, the others I'm not familiar with. Maybe
0: they're good, but I'm just I don't know. Yeah, but you know, um, I enjoyed it. So when I seen Adventures, Infinity War, and Endgame, how, I like how the story came together. Basically, it took like 20 20 years to put the whole story together, and it ended with that to so be stretched into a new story. You know, with, with you know with stuff that's out now, you know, and stuff like that. So um, I had to add to this because first part was really sad. But the second part was really a great ending, but also was sad as well to, to what happened in the end. But yeah, this is like an amazing superhero movie. If you've never seen this movie, it's all Disney Plus, Adventures, Affinity War, and I, I, You gotta you gotta watch it. You gotta watch you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Okay, okay. You, okay. you gotta watch it.
1: Okay. On your recommendation, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the whole list. <laughs> and if I find myself not immersed in this world, I'll come after you. Like, what
0: did you <laughs> yeah, 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 it's crazy. <laughs> but of course, in order to understand it, you might have to watch a couple of other Marvel movies to understand that a little bit better for the, all the, the whole connection. But yeah, that, they're going to take like a whole week. They're going to take like years. <laughs> so, no. So, <laughs> so yeah, so. so you okay, can. Aven- okay, so The Adventures, Affinity War and Endgame is my number okay. five. So what's your number four?
1: My number four is Dead Man. Okay, I love Jim Jarmusch so much. He's like one of my favorite independent films. This one is starring Johnny Depp. And it's a very, it's also shot, you know, if you see a girl walks home alone at night, it's the same vibe, you know, like the black and white movies, very abstract, very washed out, you feel the intensity of being into this dark world where you know nobody's good everybody's gonna turn out dead or bad at the end it's a beautiful it's a beautiful shock movie it has a great soundtrack by neil young great guitar and i love guitar and i think it has this innocence of early johnny depp before he became you know like johnny depp through the years and a very very good directing from jim jarmusch a very good idea of What I saw, it was a man through purgatory, like he was already dead, but he kept going, going, going until at the end of the movie, he went to his destiny, which is dying. But he's been dying all along, so why are we even watching him and what happened? But he grew probably during this journey more than his whole life, so yeah, it's a great classic. I love it. Nice,
0: nice. I definitely gotta check that out too. I definitely gotta
1: check that out. Definitely, I have to. It's good.
0: All right, so man number four. I I discussed about part two earlier in the episode. You said you see this movie already, and he was he was on Affinity war and Endgame, another superhero movie. Now we to talk about Black Panther. Is my number four. I knew
1: you're gonna now, mention him. Now we got oh
0: now we got to talk about Black Panther, and and my reason for Black Panther, is, I mean of course it's very important because you know seeing a even though we see many black superheroes, there was one black superhero in the in the nineties. But seeing Black Panther, um, and seeing Chadwick did that role, it made me feel it made me feel great because seeing a black man doing that role was just amazing. And seeing like a lot of black cats. and see that movie did really well, like probably top ten best movie of all time in the box office, so which is you know amazing. And I enjoyed that movie. You know, I've always been a fan of Chadwick Boseman, so. I, that's another person that one. He, he came up with the movies I used to watch a lot of the movies so me
1: too yeah. I love him he was, he was a great actor
0: yeah it's, very great
1: actor yeah he that he we lost him because I think he had yeah. even more to offer did, like when did. we were talking about the actors we were waiting for like Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan yeah. and Austin Butler I think Chad would have been with them yeah yeah. yeah
0: yeah he definitely he did another one I, I'm mad at I didn't mention but I went to the same thing yeah. Talk about him doing the Black Panthers I say this for a reason But yeah You know Chad with Buzzman Was amazing And I'm, 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 I'm sad We lost him We lost him way too soon he did, have, he did have Way more to offer And he could have been A legend now Even though he's exactly. a legend But he would have been Even more bigger If he was through here with us And I'm upset that We lost him Before Black Panther 2 I heard about the script For Black Panther 2 Originally where Chad Was, was wasn't in it
1: And it would have been it would
0: have been pretty interesting with him in it too. So definitely,
1: it would have been taken it in a different direction, of course. But I think they did great what they had already. So yeah, kudos to them too. Yeah.
0: I agree, yeah, I agree. And I remember when what kind of came out. I had about the first one again, so I had to put it together. So yeah, you know, Black Panther my number four. Amazing movie. Top three. Time for the top three.
1: Three, 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 the third one. And it was really hard placing them because I love those three, like, interchangeably. Three is In the Mood for Love. And this movie, my friend, is, if you watched Moonlight, you should watch In the Mood for Love because Barry Jenkins mentioned Wong Kar-wai and said he had a great influence on me. He this—he He's this amazing director from Hong Kong who knows exactly how to capture... A feeling or a moment like you could feel he just captures it on screen and you know this is pain this is regret this is guilt this is imagine making a movie about people holding back there is nothing going on these people are not in love these people are not even together they're just they holding back it has a beautiful Maggie Chung and a wonderful Tony Long and they're all stylized. You can feel it out of a dream. It's not even a movie. So it's a movie. It's again one of the movies that are definitive for me. Like, if you don't like it, you're not like my phone. Cannot get along. So yeah, it's, it's in the mood for love, definitely.
0: I we to add it to my list.
1: You have to. You watch this before anything
0: else. Mm, I, I, I'm going to check that out. So, my number three is yeah, the Disney movie. This was my childhood. This was your childhood. We, we spoke about the movie early in the episode. But I can finally place this in my list now The Lion King. Definitely. Of yeah, course, I had uh, Lion King because this was a classic girl. Well, seeing us as a kid, you know, it was always sad seeing when my father died and stuff like that. No. And yeah, and.
1: It was so hard for us as kids to watch it.
0: It was, it was, it was. It was really sad. Didn't, didn't he mess us up with that movie? But of course, this was an amazing movie. And I always love it. To this day, I can always watch Lion King. Like, no matter what, no matter what, I could always want like, to watch Lyiking.
1: Exactly. But, Me too, and the songs. Everything.
0: Yeah. But but I should have said this earlier. The one movie that I was excited to watch and was disappointed was the live action one.
1: Oh, and, I hated it.
0: And I was disappointed. I was so hyped to watch it, then I was disappointed because it had an all-star cat, you know, had Donald we had Beyonce. You have James James R. Jones We, we, we his role and stuff like that. Um, Kell was in here and stuff like that. It had a lot of amazing cast, but the movie was not what I expected it to be. I was disappointed in the remake.
1: Me too, me and
0: too. Live definitely. action one. I was I was really disappointed. But of course as long we got the nineteen ninety four version, that's all that matters.
1: As long as Man. we have this one. And what yeah. I'm excited about too is the re- the live action remake of the Little Mermaid because I think oh, it's yeah. really good. And they have the the two leads are so hot. Like yeah. I always loved, you know, Ariel and Prince Eric. So seeing them together now, and they have two beautiful people playing it. So I mean, oh, you yeah. guys, I'm in watching it. alone. so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally get it.
0: And I, okay. came can you... to watch, uh, I can't wait about I that either. Also, they got they just released the trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy. Also oh, remake. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: You live it. You're good watch it. good. Um, I seen the trial. I didn't see the full trailer. I saw like clips of it. I got to watch the full trailer. Probably mm-hmm. after at every movie we record this. But yeah, I think Peter Pan, you know, Wendy is another good one. Of course, they had um Pinocchio last year. Yeah. Tom, Tom Hanks was um a good pedal. So yeah. did he Didn't he do anything?
1: You I have mean, to watch the the. Pinocchio by Guillermo del Toro I think his name I is heard favorite.
0: about I heard, I heard about that one Netflix one. I gotta oh. watch it I gotta watch it I gotta watch
1: it you have to watch it. it's a different retelling of the story and it's so intense mm-hmm.
0: but no wait a wait, no question because this, this one now, this one not on the list what was your favorite Disney live action movie that you saw so far
1: oh <laughs> I didn't like, like I didn't like Aladdin. Like I didn't like Beauty. I'm, the, I'm gonna tell you all the ones that I didn't like. They didn't like Aladdin. They didn't like. Be- I hated Aladdin, by the way. I don't really? Oh, wow. Really? Although I love Will Smith is the coolest in it. I'm I'm more into Wesley Snipes, you know, more than Will Smith. But I <laughs> but he was yeah. Like for me, sorry. I'm sorry. Will get out. Well sweet is like, the man. Okay. And Mina Masood is such a cute little kid. He was he was playing a lot and very good. But I don't know, I didn't like it. Beauty and the Beast was terrible. I wanted to mm. kill everyone there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the Lion King at all. Mm. What else did they have? Did they have um, anything else?
0: Um they had Dumbo. Oh. They had Dumbo. They had um
1: Dumbo wasn't because Dumbo was a traumatizing experience as a kid did you watch the cartoon when you were kids?
0: kid I, I saw the cartoon as
1: the kid mean. Yeah, what, it was mean yeah. what were you thinking Disney I cried I remember crying I was like what are they I wanted to kill those kids who bullied the elephants like why so yeah for me watching the, the live action remake I don't know it felt like no the, the initial original experience was so intense that now this seems uh, what else so no, oh, they,
0: also, they, they also had Dumbo. They also had Balon. Um, they also had um, I think the um, Pete, Pete Dragon remake.
1: No, I and didn't watch like it.
0: And I think that was. I don't remember. I think that was it. As See, right
1: I didn't. I didn't like any. So if you're asking. <laughs> me, none of them. But the only one I'm really excited about in a long time is the Little Mermaid. I don't the know Mermaid. why. I'm so excited about it because I feel she can sing, the guy's hot, she's pretty, and they're going to make it different. Yes, this is the only one, probably. I was so excited for the Lion King one, and they disappointed me so bad. They killed me. Uh, I
0: know for me, um, I didn't watch Mulan.
1: I didn't watch Dumbo. I I didn't watch Mulan either, yeah. I I
0: I didn't watch Mulan.
1: When I was little, I liked Mulan, the cartoon, but not very much, which is why I was like, yeah, good. But... For me, the one I liked, although it's problematic, but I liked so much is Pocahontas. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I know it's problematic, but I loved it so much. No, you
0: no, know, you know, was good. Pocahontas was good. They didn't make I no live action so for that good. one yet. They made. They make yeah. no, yeah. no yeah. live action for that one yet. But... Think
1: they will. Do they, you will. Think they, they will. Come. I don't... But really? They will make
0: a... it... I wouldn't be surprised they will. I would not be surprised they will. But... They're
1: milking everything out of the Disney at machine now.
0: At, at this point. I mean, yeah. but... But,
1: but it was so. Good. I loved it. I was like, I'm uh, I, because I saw her like me, you know, like a girl interested in nature, yeah, finding yeah. you know, like family and stuff like that, and falling in love with a. Str- yeah, it was a white guy, of course. Screw him, but still, you know, like a stranger. Like a, for me, it was like screw the fact that he's this, and all the yeah, guys yeah. in her village are stupid. Of course, this is a stupid idea that you feel is uh being invested in us but anyway the idea of her herself she's strong she has yeah, this, yeah. and she saves the guy and i really like it when the girl saves the guy let me tell you i'm always interested when the girl like the guy's a damsel and she's like going and saving him and stuff like that so for me it was awesome so yeah dumbo was traumatizing the contest was awesome i i loved of course uh, ariel the princess the little mermaid Mulan, I was okay with it, nice. Beauty and the Beast was awesome. So what they did with the remake, I wanted to kill everybody. (laughs) What What is this? You haven't imagined when I saw the Beauty and the Beast, I think I would watch it every day because I was like dancing with them and the idea of the songs and everything was beautiful in it. So and they get me what Emma Watson, no, I loved her in Harry Potter, but still, you guys, why? Are you a fan of her? Don't tell me. Um, she was in Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't oh,
0: watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't watch the Beauty and the um, media because I heard bad, bad reviews about. Good Peter.
1: for you. Didn't watch Beauty and the Beast. It was good for you. It was
0: awful. Yeah. It was but, terrible. But but I would say I didn't. I did enjoy Aladdin though. I did enjoy Aladdin. You know what, I what you Aladdin. mean? I did enjoy Aladdin it.
1: because yeah. they had a great cast. So I can't. I yeah. like. I didn't like it that much, but still, they had a great cast. So I'm not gonna say anything. Mina and yeah. Um, and Will Smith of course and the girl what is her name Naomi something oh, if she's yeah, such Naomi, a pie yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah she's yeah,
1: yeah. such a cool girl too and yeah I remember the guy of Jafar too he was of Tunisian
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah yeah so he's a good so yeah I know, I know what you mean mm.
0: I know that they are making a part 2 for Aladdin though I know that for a fact they are making a part 2 for Aladdin they do got they do got spin off for a uh, liking King Mufasa for, what uh, like, yeah off oh, a prequel I yeah.
1: let's keep our eyes open
0: yeah, yeah, but I think that more, it had more offs It had more live action. I know, um, and the Pooh had one with Christopher Robin. I didn't watch it though. It was, other, it was, it was other ones, but that's all I can remember right now. I'm pretty sure when I get off, I think I go remember.
1: <laughs> you give me, you give me if there were any good ones, but if there were the ones like the ones before, like, uh, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, but but top your number two now. But now we got our top two. Now top your number two.
1: My number two oh my number two is like i even remember it's come on come on i'm just gonna remember the director come on come on is directed by bike mills okay and it's this intimate amazing kind of like family stories three main characters you have joaquin phoenix after the joker you would think this guy is going for big girls no he's making this small movie with a big heart it's so intimate it's about this guy and his nephew and taking care of him and like a great relationship between a very good child actor and I think Gabby Hoffman was his sister and she played a very subtle beautiful role it's an amazing smooth movie and I think I had it watched it at a time I was really going through a very hard bad heartbreak so I would watch it every night before I go to bed to just Calm my mind and ease my mind of things, and really, it worked magic. So I have a very special place for it in my heart. Nice,
0: nice, nice. So my number two, this movie was made in 1986, a year before I was born. Um, it was, it was made by Barry Gordy and Motown. This was a martial arts movie, and this maybe you know I love it. I got the last dragon. It's a classic martial art movie, dragon. The Last Dragon. Seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: a classic. It's your number two is it? The- yeah, be-
0: yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this this was my childhood, right? This was my childhood, and um, I love this movie. It, I used to, um, fun fact, I used to do martial art as a kid. This movie was one of the reason why I did it because you know I wanted to be like the guy on the screen. He was a black. He was a, he was like a black Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. It's a classic, you know. Oh, my God. The soundtrack is amazing. I have amazing. to
1: watch this, too.
0: Yeah, okay. the soundtrack is okay, amazing. I'm in. I'm in. Um, I'm bummed. Yeah. You definitely gotta watch it. You definitely gotta watch it. Um, It's an amazing movie. And yeah, um, The Lad Dragon. Uh, it's, a, it's a classic. You gotta watch it. So, what is your number one? I'm curious. What is your number one?
1: Are you serious? You must have guessed it. Elvis. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. First of all, Austin Butler. (laughs) And then we don't talk about anything else in the film. Second of all, okay, this movie was a revelation for me. Like, because, wow. uh, Austin Butler is such a talented actor. And actors like him don't come often now. We were just mentioning, like, we have Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors. Where were these great actors? You know, we have a lot of, you know, like, uh, regular actors. You don't feel the charisma. But he's solidifying his presence he played the character greatly there was a lot of black artists that i didn't know about and i discovered them through the movie and went and listened to the original black artists and black musicians who originated you know like rock and roll and the modern music that we're listening to so i felt like it educated me too and it paid like uh respect to the people who deserve it and austin sang his heart out and he really played the role in a good way and and I love Baz Luhrmann, the director, like I've loved most of his films, Moulin Rouge, Romeo and Juliet, all these movies, I love them. So for me, it's like, it was a very beautiful moment for me when I discovered this movie. And I, let me tell you, I watched the, the photos, like the photo call from Cannes Film Festival, okay, when they were promoting the film. And I was like, what? Who's this guy? <laughs> and now I know why he looked weird because he was, he looked really weird. And I was like, Yeah, you're such an Elvis. Yeah, he's doing the Elvis on the red carpet. And I kind of laughed it off. And then one serious, you know, like film critic from Egypt, who I know doesn't like a lot of things, he wrote this status on Facebook. He's like, Whatever you're doing, leave it and go watch Elvis in cinemas before they take it off because here in Egypt, films don't stay for so long. So I was like, What? This grumpy guy likes maybe I made an early judgment maybe I was like what is this kid who is he so when I watched that I was like oh my god I'm so sorry because he's, he's so good he's so good you know like I really think sorry guys but I really think he deserves the Oscar not Brendan Fraser like I'm gonna wait and I will be so happy for Brendan but still like for me like Angela should take it he should take it for me the best actress race definitely should have should have had Danielle DeDweiler from Till. Sorry, great performance, great movie. Should have been with them out there. So now maybe give it to Michelle Yeoh because everything everywhere was such a pie. But, you know, Alvis oh, was a was, was spectacular movie experience. And it was great to discover this actor. You know, like when you first saw Michael B. Jordan in Creed, let's say, there is a moment when you feel like, wow, I first discovered this actor. He's cemented in my heart. So this was a moment for me.
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie, I, I did not want to check out Alvin, I was, I was not a fan of Alvin's music, but...
1: You didn't like his music. Nah, uh, I was a big fan
0: of it. Yeah. Like but, but, the way you explained it, you got me a little bit more curious to check it out, you know, I do like, I do like one thing, I do like... So but you didn't
1: video. watch the movie because you're not...
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I know I, what
1: you mean, because yeah. let me tell you, my mom... Yeah, I'm going to convince you to watch it, Ken. Why? You don't <laughs> like Elvis as a musician. My mom doesn't <laughs> like Elvis as a musician. Yeah. But I made her watch the movie because if you watch the movie, it's more than this seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to watch also how they portrayed some of the other, because Gary Clark Jr. played Belly Crudup, Big Boy Crudup. Such, you know, like, amazing. Gary Clark Jr. is such a great jazz musician. And I kept, I discovered him after the movie and I went and I, keep track of him. So, yeah, I think you should watch And then yeah. come back to me and tell me. Even if you didn't like it, you gotta tell me why.
0: The thing is, I do, like, biopics, but I just wasn't, I just wasn't into um checking out Elvis. But then, you explained it. Then, you no, know maybe I should check it out. I, I might check it out. I might I may give it a check out. Like, check it out to watch it, yeah.
1: So why yes. don't you like why don't you like Elvis music? You don't like Elvis as a persona or his type of music or what? Uh, Where you felt like he was a. Pe- I want to know your perspective. Tell me.
0: Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't. That's it wasn't. It, I do not was it, I don't. I didn't, I think That's wasn't a fan of of the new of the music. I heard it. You know. I, yeah, I, I know what you I mean. It, You know, and yeah. stuff like that. I just I just wasn't into it. So I didn't. I just, I guess oh. it, just, it didn't catch my attention. I guess you could say it didn't catch my attention. But I what you mean. But I am curious about yeah. this movie because you explained it. I am curious about this movie, so so I'm, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out, and I'll let you, you know. Have i to. I'll let you know what I think. Even
1: if you're not a fan, you just watch it and you feel the experience, and you tell me if you went into it or you just not buying it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, you know, I, I'm, I love music. so I like to be educated, so for that reason, I watch for that reason as well. So
1: you have you know, to because you know? a lot of black art. Like I made this article. It was a lengthy article and. One of my friends, she's like, thank you. you. Even because I went and researched each and every uh, musician mentioned, like Big Boy Crudup. We have Sister Ros- Rosetta Thorpe. We have... Uh, what is her name? Oh, my gosh. I love her so much. Now, the Hound Dog Singer. I have to remember her name. Like, Big Mama Thornton? No, no, no. Yeah, I think so. So, there is a lot of great people. Like, Little Richard. All these amazing... like." What wow, BB King! All these wonderful originators of rock and roll music and all these jazz musicians. Trust me, you're gonna find about them, and you're gonna be wowed.
0: Yeah, I definitely gotta check it out. Definitely gotta check it out. Check it out. Yeah. So, my number one. Um, you know, I had to take it back to um, 1986, or 87. I think it was 87 or 80, I don't know. It was 88. It was 80, I believe it was 88. This is a. You know, this is another movie that from my childhood. You know, if you like movies like Space Jam, if you like movie like yes. Looney Tunes, go to Action.
1: I watch this every day. And Space you Jam. At, yeah, you're
0: going to enjoy this movie, which is my number one, Who Framed Roger. Roger,
1: are you serious? Yes. This is my favorite movie. I watched it when I was <laughs> so young. I just watched it again last year. <laughs> I, I love it.
0: Yeah, oh, and, and I love it. Jessica man. Rabbit yeah. Gee, the weed.
1: Man, all guys love Jessica
0: <laughs> <Come> on, <man. laughs> but, 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 but the reason why I love this movie is I love the crossovers I love the crossover from Disney I love it from Looney Tunes and I love it from, from everywhere because that was something that we never seen before you know, we never thought we'd seen Definitely. a crossover from every cartoon universe and it brought it to this movie you know and it was amazing I loved it this was probably one of the most expensive movies ever they thought the movie was really expensive to make because, you know, at the time they did art, they did it by hand.
1: Oh, my and God.
0: It, so, so, imagine they did it today. It would be a lot more easier.
1: Yeah, a lot more boring.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. And I like, It was very unique how they made the how they made it back in the day. Roger Rabbit made a cameo in a recent movie. He made a cameo in the Chippendale um, movie recently. Really? Yeah, you gotta watch it on Disney Plus. I'm um, Chip and Dale, i forgot what it's called Chip and Dale, a rescue Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger. He made a cameo in that movie, so okay, yeah, it's, on Disney, it's, on, it's on Disney. It's on Disney Plus, and yeah, I enjoy watching Rabbit. It's always been a class. I go watch that movie all the time, and it's always been a fun movie. Me too but, so I do, movie. but I do got a fun it's fact. It's amazing movie. It is amazing. Tell me. But I do got a fun fact that I just found out this recently. Eddie Murphy was supposed to be in Roger Rabbit, who framed Roger Rabbit. And he what turned happened? it he turned it down. He didn't, think, he, didn't, he didn't think a a real life and cartoon movie makes sense.
1: Well, Eddie was I already had such an edge to and you yeah. can tell. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: But 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 then he when he told the movie how the successful the movie went, he regretted that decision. He said movie. that been like one movie I regretted." It's me that be on Frame Rabbit.
1: He had to be on it. Imagine it would have been chaos. It would have all left our asses off. Wow. So okay, let me ask you about this movie because I really love it i don't know it's so corny but i love it it's called vampire in brooklyn do you like it it's by eddie murphy he's playing a vampire i don't know I <laughs> it's a crazy movie but i just love it so much <laughs> it has angela bassett too and she was amazing oh, yeah. in it but he was like i don't know i think he was very sinister and scary and, and and yet funny too like the typical eddie that we know but it kind of like drew some darkness from inside him that i don't know kind okay of, it scared me as a kid so much but even now that i watched it i felt like ah that's that's such a cool movie, too. Even now.
0: I mean, I, I watched Vampire Brooklyn. I gotta watch it again because it was so long since I watched it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's something I gotta refresh my memory on, but I definitely did watch Vampire Brooklyn before. Yeah. It was a, it was a long time ago. But yeah, but imagine seeing um, Eddie Murphy and Roger Rabbit, man. That would have been... That would
1: been crazy.
0: That would have been crazy. And I, I'm upset that he didn't take that role.
1: Complete chaos. Complete chaos. We would have... We pride would have died I was there, so wow. I hell.
0: Mean, even though I feel like Eddie Murphy would have already been big already, I feel like that movie would have made him bigger.
1: Me too, because it would have given him a different, you know, like it would have added to his exactly. persona and his acting and his edge it would have given him taken him in different places. This is what I'm, you love about an artist when he's taking himself in different places.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I felt like he he would have been more crossover quicker. Yeah. Than 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 we than than we are now. So yeah. So, um, yeah. But who Frame Roger Rabbit an amazing movie? I watch it all the time. Oh, Great
1: They're, pick. Great pick for number one.
0: They were supposed to make a number two, but of course it was too expensive and trying to get everybody to cross over with too much money. You know, with Warner Brothers, and Disney, and then I heard they were fighting around that time too. So just, number two never happened. Boring. Yeah, I know. I know. Sad. You guys
1: are boring. Yeah, this is what it is. It is I, know, I know. I
0: know. I know. But, you know, before you go with Jalen, um, we, we got some honorable mention. Like, name three movies that you wanted on your list, but you couldn't add on your list. You already have a, like twenty amazing movies already. Name three that you wanted on your list that you could fit on your list.
1: Definitely Spirited Away, which is an animated film by Hayao Miyazaki, who is like the Disney of you know like uh Asia and stuff like that. Is he's, he's a great storyteller and artist you can feel his he has a lot of great movies but i'm gonna pick spirit away is like kiki's delivery service and Howl's moving castle he has a lot of great stuff but i'm gonna go with spirit of the way and of course passenger 57 wesley snipes because wesley i mean hello again and third let me see well the third I think I'm gonna go with something hmm, maybe something cute like the holiday you know like anything that is go meet cute you know like the holiday it has of course Kate Winslet and it has Cameron Diaz two of my favorites and the idea of you know like Kind of flipping houses and moving to another country and falling in love and stuff like that. It's such a cute movie. So I think these three Pastor 57, definitely because the West saves the day, always that on black. And we have uh, Spirited Away and we have The Holiday.
0: Mm. All right. So for me, um, I'm, I'm, I'm one to want to know a Bad Boy franchise, you know, Bad Boy franchise, you know, Martin Wilson movie. Oh, no. Yeah. I
1: mean, what is this? You gotta no, tell me.
0: No bad bad boys. No bad boys. Bad boys. Both, the bad boys. Uh, bad, yes, boys bad boys. boys. The, 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 the bad, bad, bad boys time? franchise. Yeah, the, the, fresh the franchise. The whole
1: one. Yeah, the franchise. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, the even though boys. even though three was not a favorite. Nah. Um, I enjoy two was best. two of the two yeah, of the best ones. Two of the best one. I'm gonna add that, and of course we got number four coming real soon, so we gotta look up for that as well.
1: Let's see, huh?
0: Um, my second choice, um, I, I, I honestly switched. I switched this up. I'm um, Jim Carrey, Bruce Almighty. Definitely,
1: Jim I knew Jim we're gonna Gary. put him in.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey, Bruce Almighty, and I got this other movie that was made in the '90s called The Media Man. It was the first black superhero that was on the movies in the movie screen.
1: Okay, now yeah. I, then I gotta watch this one. Yeah, was... You didn't put Beverly Hills Cop.
0: I, 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 you I would. I, I here, here, here the thing. Making this, making this, making this list was really hard. It was many. It was mini movie that I love. I had to leave it off. I'm about to behind that. I did love Beverly Hills Cop. I, if I could have 40 hours, I would have. Um, there's another movie called Baby Boy, I love. You know, Taris that was made in two thousands. Um, it's a lot of movie. You know, um, another movie with Ashton made. Um, God, it's called cool. a butterfly? Butterfly fact I could have add that. You know, it's it, it a lot of movie that yeah. you know I love. And I cannot have, but I'm like, sure. But I think this made me. it made get me. a one wondering. Might need to make a part two in the future. A part
1: two. In yes, the
0: let's do it. We go we could go for and
1: horror and stuff
0: yeah we, we could go from oh, okay. we could go from 49 to 21 there will be our list for 49 to 21 yes. <laughs> to make it a yep. part two of Definitely. movies in the future i enjoyed the first part of it and yeah this was really fun so um Jalen, thank you for coming back on my show thank you it was really fun Talk about movies. It's always a good conversation with you on. Same, and,
1: same. And You're my best, Kenny. You're my best, Kenny. You know that. <laughs> my favorite. One of my favorite people in the world, dearly. I love
0: you. Yeah, and I appreciate it. You're one of my favorite people as well. So, so you know, before you go, uh, drop your social media where everybody can reach you. Let everybody know what are you are doing. This is your time.
1: Okay, so now my YouTube channel is currently moving on interviewing, you know, like artists and directors and stuff like that, and adding some comedy snippets, especially my collaborations with my friend Michelle on It's the Michelle Show. We have the Funny Girl Talk. We have already four episodes out there, or three episodes, I hope, and you're going to have a blast with it. Please follow us. Uh You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram as Jailan Salman, uh, where you can see me just talking and rambling about movies and having all my short movies and stuff i also have this short movie that i'm collaborating with with my friend john and his amazing partner izumi she's playing this titular character the bride based on a story concept that i wrote so i hope when you watch it you're gonna enjoy it so this is me in a nutshell now
0: there you go. And like I said, y'all are killing it. I look forward to more things from you. And I look forward to bring you back for another time. We got to do this part two. That Our favorite movie from 49 to 21. Amen. I'm
1: I'm Amen. All, right.
0: All right, there you go. And thank you, and we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman. Now, I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket Presents Spinoff Series Thursdays. And Spinoff Series Thursday is the new home for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Spinoff Series. That brought to you shows like A Conversation About Music Podcast, The Old School Show, and Date Night Talk Podcast. And A Conversation About Music Podcast is a music spin-off series where we talk about anything music from the current music scene and the old school music scene. Where we interview many guests that's in the music industry and artists. About the music journey. We have a segment game called. The Face Off. Which is a versus. Inspired game. And we have round table discussion. About. Variety of music topics. And y'all can check out. A conversation about music podcast. Every first Thursday. the 12 a.m. Every first Thursday. the 12 a.m. Now. The Old School Show that featured myself and the star Roddy Rod is a show where we discuss anything old school from music, TV shows, movies, and many more. We also bring in guests to join in on the Old School Conversation. Y'all can check out the Old School Show with myself, and the Star Riding Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. Every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And last but not least, we have Date Night Talk podcast with myself and Miss Bonna B, where we talk about anything relationship related topics like love, dating, relationships, cheating. The good and the bad and many more. And y'all can check out this spin-off series, Date Night Talk Podcast, every 2nd and 3rd, Thursdays at 12 p.m. So look out for Mr. Gentleman Down Podcast Presents, Spin-Off Series Thursday, a conversation about music podcast every first Thursdays. The old school show with myself and the star Riding rod every fourth Thursdays, and date night talk podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursdays, and y'all can check out Mister Gentleman Lifestyle podcast every Sundays for the main series, and every Thursday for spinoff series Thursdays. And thank y'all for checking out this commercial break. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. I just want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in to this latest episode of the Gentlemen. Lifestyle Podcast Thank you to my special guest My returning guest Ms. Jay Lynn for coming on the show This was a really fun episode And I'm happy to have you back on the show And we're going to bring you back again Because you know we got a lot more Conversation to have So once again, thank you Ms. Jay Lynn For coming on the show And y'all already know where I'm at the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Each and every Sunday's and Thursdays, starting in May at 12 a.m., we are on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, All Heart Radio, Amazon Music, Good Pods, and many more. Y'all can rate the show, five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, and The more y'all rate the show, the more people know about the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Look out for the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. for this. Spinoff series Thursdays starting in May and every Thursdays at twelve a.m. Where we had shows like a conversation about news podcast every first Thursdays at twelve a.m. The old school show, Myself and the Star Ridey Rod Ride, every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And Dayton I talk podcast with myself and Miss Bana B every second and thir- Thursdays at 12 a.m. Look out for Mr. Gentleman. Like the podcast visits. Spin-off series Thursdays. Starting in May. And y'all can also check me out on the Premier Boys Podcast. Myself, Aaron Kito sands the Star Riding Rod, the Lola, the Chief, Molly Mel. Every Wednesday at 12 a.m., every Wednesday at 12 a.m. Check out the other show that I am executive producer of. King Talk with Aaron Sands, hosted by Aaron Kito Sands, every Friday at 12 a.m. And check out Star Time Podcast, hosted by The Star Rider Ride, every other Monday at 12 a.m. And also check out The Bridge, hosted by Long Live The Chief Money Metal, coming soon if you want to be a guest on Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast or any of the Spin-Off Series Thursday lineup shows y'all could email me i you about yourself and everything that you do to my email Ken at gmail.com or hit me up on social media Ken underscore Mr. Gentleman I repeat Ken K-E-N underscore Mr. M-R Gentleman G-E-N T-L-E M-A-N and we can set something up even though Season 6 is fourth up I am looking for guests For season 7 So hit me up and Y'all ain't know what to do Add me on Good Pod Gentlemen. Um, um, You know, Good Pod catered to many independent podcasters We could listen to each other's shows We could rate each other's shows And we have the charts um, Usually I will give y'all The chart review But since we was on a long break. We're not really on the charts like that. But for those that have been listening to Mr. Gentleman Like The Podcast during the time that we was on mid-season break, I thank y'all for the bottom of my heart. It really means a lot. And once again, thank you for supporting with the Gentleman Like The Podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back on the charts, so get us back on the charts. And thank you. At this time, I will be giving y'all the Gentleman Like The Shoutouts. But this shout out is going to be a little bit different. We're going to do the all star shout outs, where every shout out that I've been giving on this show so far, we're going to run it all back right here. So, the shows that we will be shouting out shout out to the Red Dub Podcast, shout out to the Geeky Dad Podcast and the Multiverse Kids, shout out to Kathy Vaz, shout out to Labyrinth Listen, shout out to Wild Night with Rocky, shout out to Ed Michelle's Podcast, shout out to Pedal of Support. Shout out to today we laugh and learn. Shout out to the things about us. Shout out to Stop Thinking With Your Butt. Shout out to Small Town USA. Shout to Inspirational with Tea. Shout to the All Housey Podcast. Shout to Ladaby The Fair Podcast. Shout to the The Chine In Podcast. Shout to the 69 Riskies. Shout to Crime Diners. Shout out to Chronicle of a Virgo Podcast. She will be on the show real soon, by the way. Shout out to the Jabba Tears Podcast. Shout out to Dayton Will Be the Death of Me. Shout out to Film and Fractation. Shout out to Doom Generation. Shout out to Wrestling Fans and sights Shout out to Wrestling with the Truth. Shout out to Above the Ring. Shout out to the Playlist Wars. Shout out to My weekly Mixtape Shout out to It's Maris is perfect. Shout out to The Masturbators I was originally On his show Recently shout out to DeAndre Check out my episode now 104 Hip Hop Songs Total Man Check that out right now On The Masturbators Shout out to 12th Street Talkback uh, She'll be on the show As well real soon Shout out to Compensation with Toy Shout out to Lady Pitch Shout out to the Voices of Four, shout out to Unpacking the Box, and shout out to the Mind Flower Podcast. And shout out to all of the, of the podcast shows that I shouted out on, the gentlemen, like though shout outs. And don't worry, on the next episode, we got five more new shout outs. So shout out to all the podcast shows that I just mentioned. Check all them out. They're all pretty dope. All of them are my favorites. So check out and shout out to all of them. Y'all, y'all already know, shout out, check out the website of Mr. Gentleman LifeThewPocast. ww.real MrGentlemanLifeThePocket.com. Y'all can check out every episode. Y'all can watch every video. Y'all can see every guest profile of Mr. Gentleman LifeThepacket. Everybody who has been on the guest so far, all 55 of them, don't worry, that list will be updated real soon you got my merch um, for the Mr. Gentleman Tour with Team Public also through the website. I can check out every guest appearances that I've been on. Like I just mentioned. My latest episode of The Masturbators should be on there. And also my latest episode of Cry of the Virgo, also on the website to check it out. And many more. So shout out. Check out the website of Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Podcast, ww.real, the Gentleman, and once again, thank y'all for tuning into the latest episode of The Gentleman Like That Podcast. I am officially back. Last ten episode of Season 6. Next episode, which would be on April 1st. The WrestleMania, glad in the stand or Delivered Prediction Show. With my special guest, my bro from the Premier Web Podcast, Aaron Kinto Sands. And long live the Chief Mighty Mouth. And we have another guest as well. Who is a host of a podcast show. Let's talk about it. And she will be also on the show as well. Yeah. April 1st, y'all. Have a good day or night. wherever you're listening to this episode.
1: This is Laquita from the Queen of Me podcast, and you're listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast.